We're back for another episode of the Couch and Nostro podcast, and everyone's here. We got Galano, we got Mike, we got Rocco, we got Julio, and I'm Marco. We're back. Big news today on the pod. We finally, after months of trepidation and complaining from everyone else on the pod, we got the points together of our predictions as to who did what and who's basically winning the competition for getting the most results right, and I'm going to read them off as follows. In last... We have Julio with nine points. In second to last, we have Rocco with ten. Then it's rigged. Then it's me, Marco, with ten points. Then in second, it's Mike with fourteen points. And I hate saying this, but Galano is leading the charge with 20 points. Let's go, baby. For those of you that don't know how we're doing this, we're doing every correct result is one point. Every perfect prediction for score and winner is three points. And any incorrect result is zero points. And if people miss the pod, they just get the minimum of whatever, whoever of the lowest score of that week. So if I, let's say, I'm got two points, I got one, Mike got zero, Julio and Rocco weren't there, they get zero points. They match Mike. That's how we're doing this. I think it's the simplest way to do it. So that way you, you fucks fucking get on this pod more often. But, you know, <laughs> Galano, what are your thoughts about leading the charge so far? It's where I belong. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Julio, are you ready to get you ready to get a Dybala inter-jersey? Is that, are you ready for that or no? Well, I think I am. I just think Gatano is in a really good place, you know, right now. And I feel like he's going to win it. You know, I feel I feel like just like when you look at the facts, like it just says like he's probably going to win it. Um, there's really nothing we can uh-huh. do. So, yeah, totally. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Man. <laughs> Rocco, might you get disappointed where you guys are at right now? I think uh, a lot of referee decisions have really held me back. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> I'd have at least six more points. Oh my god! Pretty disappointing. But it's right against me. I think that the weeks I was not here, whoever got the lowest must have been horrible. Marco, that's what I'm saying. I feel like I'm from There were there were two. How am I sitting on ten? There were there were two pods where I had fat donuts. (laughs) It was horrible. That's that's why I'm so. Dude, pound for pound, Rocco and I are in second, third. That's all. Oh, here we go. This was it was going to be Campeonato Casa Nostro Sul Campo. Is that what we're going to do from now on? (laughs) Is that what's going to happen? Um, yep. All right, but yeah, I just wanted to get that out so that way the viewers now know who thinks that they know everything. But look, we still got there's still a lot of soccer to play, a lot of hockey left, a lot of hockey. Oh my god, I hate when you say when you say hockey. But you know, aside from that, we do have soccer to get into. What a hellacious weekend we had in Serie. I thought last week was bad. This week was even more insane. We have last minute winners. We have disappointing results. Hmm. I'm gonna go to Mike on this one. Oh, Mike, what do you think of Milan's performance this weekend? Well, I mean, they played poorly again. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But the ref decisions are just atrocious oh, right now. Povero it's, Mike. Uh, no, povero, povero, povero Mike's <laughs> right because we got people hitting the ball into the net with their arms and the refs doesn't have eyes apparently. <laughs> We've got people scoring goals and the ref blows it back. Dude, all, all I got to say is it's perfect for the Muntari goal school anniversary. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, 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 it's perfect, perfect timing. You know what I mean? I mean, there's no convincing me that if that goal doesn't happen, Milan doesn't win 12 straight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Look, I, I mean, obviously it's disappointing. You have a ref who's like a rookie ref. He makes a really bad call. It's, it's so obvious that it comes off the arm. But I'm like left kind of in the same position where I was <clears throat> during the Spezia match where it's like, I get it. Like it's tough and the ref shouldn't be making that call. But at the same time, Milan's got to play better to not be in that position. And Milan should be playing better against a team like Udinese. I, I can't think of anyone as having like a, an above average performance for Milan. It was just like they were like treading water on the pitch. They really didn't do anything to go out there and win it. And it was a really disappointing match. And it's like three out of our last four Serie A games have been pretty poor performances. So things aren't looking so great. I'm back to being pessimistic. If you were to take out just like the league table and like listen to Mike, you'd be like, oh man, this is like Milan from like four years ago. Like they're in eighth place, <laughs> like really fighting for the Europa League. And then it's like, oh wait. Well, well, like to, to, like to go off of that, it's like yeah. when in going into January, like I was like feeling good about Milan because we got some pretty big results. Right. We're dropping points to teams that we should definitely be taking three points against. Like we've yeah. dropped points to Salernitana, Spezia, and Udinese in three of uh, in three of our last four games, and those are like legitimately a team that's going to compete for the Scudetto. That's that should be twelve points. Yeah, you can't convince me that you shouldn't be winning those games. So, what do you think? If you were to point the finger at one aspect of Milan right now, what do you think is causing this? You know, fragility of either mindset or just lack of good play. Like, what do you like contribute to being the main factor of it? I think that there's no legitimate goal-scoring presence up top. You know, like Giroud had that run where he had the two braces back-to-back in Copa and uh, against Inter. And that's great, And like, but that's the type of guy that Giroud is. He'll give you these magical performances and, like, it'll come in huge bursts. And then he'll go dead for, like, a while. Uh, he's not super reliable. Ibra is still hurt, and it's not really clear when the timeline is for him. So it's it's... I'm like, I beat this horse all the time, but it's like you're relying on layout a lot and that's a lot of pressure for him. And he's been playing really well over the course of the season, but one guy can't do it by himself. There have to be goals coming from other places and the midfield has been fine. The defense has been not as good as it was in the beginning of the season. I'll say that, but I think it's also just, it's, it's a taxing system that Pioli plays with high press and having to rely on a lot of dribbling to get by defenders. Yep. But I think you're seeing some of the fatigue that we talk about a lot with Milan, but I think ultimately it's that creativity and that goal scoring presence in the final third of the pitch. Yeah, no, I, I think, you know, especially with, with Kiara going down, that definitely doesn't help you in the, in the back because you're already kind of thin at, you know, decent center backs and now with him out for the rest of the year and Tamori relatively just coming back, I think that does hurt you a lot. Um, but yeah, so what was the midfield that went out for Udinese, uh, for uh, Milan? I'm trying to remember who was the pairing. It was Tonali and Kessie to start, I think. See, I don't get why Pioli's doing that. I don't know why he's putting the two together. I like they seem to be the same player. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, right? Like, don't you want a balanced midfield? Not like two of the same and one guy that's different? Like I, I think that like Kessie lacks the sharpness that he had last year in his passing. And like a lot of that is probably mental. Like I think he's checked out of Milan and like Milan's checked out on him. So it's kind of like no one's really happy about the arrangement. But watching him, I mean, like I, I felt like he gave the ball away 
just so many times. And it's like, it's just frustrating to see that from a guy who was maybe the best midfielder in Italy last year, certainly in the top three in Serie A. Do you think? Do you think he's not playing? I just want to revert back to Marco's point on the Benacer not being the starter, right? Like, do you think? Do you think Pioli is worried about Benacer's health? And that yes, Kessier, oh totally. And Kessier is more reliable, can last throughout the season longer. Totally, he's a more durable dude. I, I, Benacer is always injured. Like, he's just fragile. Um, and I think like playing games back to back like that on short rest is tough for him. And it's like tough because I think that he's like legitimately maybe the most important midfielder on Milan because he's able to get that ball out in a way that Tonali and Kessie just can't. Yeah, and I think, you know, especially, you know, breaking today, these talks with Kessie and Barcelona. Oh, like, Mike, Mike. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I, the, the reported figure is the same amount that Milan was offering and it seems like he's out the door. Yeah, I, I mean, it's shitty because like, as little as I like Kessie after this whole ordeal, like he's a quality player and to see him walk sucks. Like he's someone that like, if you're going to be a champions league team, like you need that depth, you need a player of his quality. And like the other thing that kills me is it's like, you know, Barca would have paid like 150 million euro for this guy. Like, mm-hmm. you know, obviously like that's like hyperbolic, but like you, you could have gotten a, a legitimate just boatload of money for him and, and you're not, Uh, But I think like it's also like the other side of it and like this is kind of like the vindicated feeling that I'm having as like a Milan fan is like, look, you did not get more than we said you were worth. And like a lot of that, I think, is because of the way that he played this year in particular, because if if someone had tried to sign him on a Bosman last year, I think he would have gotten like closer to eight million net. I think he's played himself out of a lot of money. So. Um, I'm thinking about it in terms of you know how he would fit at Barca. Um, I think he'd actually fit well because I think what you guys are asking him to do as a Benacer substitute or a variation of a Benacer in a Tonali doesn't fit his game. I think him going to Barca not having to do that responsibility definitely would probably benefit him the best. But my biggest concern now is he seems to be going to Barca as of right now based on how strong the talks have been reported as. What you had to think you guys go into the market. I understand you guys are going after Sanchez, but I think you need at least another midfielder to help keep that balance. Like, would you, would you agree or disagree? Yeah. I mean, of course we're going to need to replace that. It's a starting quality midfielder. Yeah. Like you've got to go out there as good as Tonali has been. You need to find somebody that can play when you have injuries. And if you're going to be a champions league squad, you have to prepare for three competitions. And yeah. It's obvious that like Tonali and Ben Asser, like they're a great combo. And I think like that's our probable best combo in the midfield. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you've got to go out and get depth. Milan, that's going to be a big, a big theme again this summer for Milan, uh, is that they've got to go out and find some some guys to keep on that bench. Uh, because we're losing Romagnoli. Um, you don't know how Kier is going to come back from this, but it sounds like they're getting Sven Botman for that. So that's one extra dude. I think this season shows that you kind of need another guy. Gabia should be back, mm-hmm. but they've got to go reinforce the back. They've got to reinforce the midfield. And I think that they need to go out and get like a real winger and then another striker, which it 
does sound like they're getting Bellotti, which at this point, like I, I take it all back. I'm like, me. like I was wrong. I'll eat my words on that. He'd be so much better than the situation that we have going on right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the good thing is like right now you guys are in the top four, you know, if you guys keep there the whole season, you get that Champions League money. The possibility of retooling the team becomes even more of a reality. Get the Scudetto money. All right, stop. It's the way, it's the way it goes. This guy, this guy, sprinkling his evil voodoo <laughs> all over the city, ah, and all over Milan. But you're not out of the woods because I want to go to you next to Belotti's counterpart, in which we caught, compared last week with Lautaro. Uh, what do you think of the Inter draw against Genoa? It was embarrassing. Hey, what was know, the most embarrassing part? They just looked sloppy. It, it like. This, the Sassuolo game and the games before that, you could blame finishing as the reason why they didn't win. The game that they that they drew to Genoa is just like, we just played poorly throughout. I couldn't blame it on finishing. Mm-hmm. I, it was the midfield, the defense looked shaky. Handanovic, thankfully, wasn't tested that much, but he looked shaky for the, for the few opportunities that he had to show himself. I, I'm very concerned. They, they look unimaginative. They look... They look kind of like slow, static. Like tired. Tired. They look yeah. tired. Mm-hmm. They look tired. Um, I got a question. We're like a month and a half-ish removed from this. How do you feel about the Sensi move looking back? I know it's like it's pretty quick move. after it, but I feel like he's a player that during this rough period would have been helpful. Oh, I think it was a bad move, especially the fact that he scored the game before he was sold. Like that. Like yeah. you could tell he was actually coming into form. And to just ship him out like that was was I I don't criticize Morata much, but like that was that was a bad move. I think he was he was someone that you could sub into the midfield and actually contribute with some creativity. Do you think that was Morata or do you think that was Inzaghi? <clears throat> Inzaghi, uh, sorry. I think it was Morata. I think I think they're just like, Oh, we'll shed the salary for the rest of the year, which will be helpful financially. But uh I don't know. I I'm curious to see what's going to go on with Gosens. I've heard rumors about like Gosens going to left wing back and then Pedisic joining up top, which could be interesting. But didn't Conte try that and didn't work? Inzaghi, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, no. That, I was about to say it's a different system, different manager. So I'm curious. Uh, that, that those are some rumblings. I'm I'm curious to to see how it goes because they they look desperate for some in like creativity creativity up yeah. top. They they lost. They I don't know what's going on. What well, one guy that looked bad? We talked about last week where it. Inter show that, especially against the game of Sassuolo, you guys go however far Brozovic goes. Mm-hmm. He had a really bad game yesterday too. Yeah. He and that's that was near your starting caliber midfield. It was, it it was, was your starting, starting midfield. It was Brozovic, Barella, Barella, and Hakan. Yeah. So now Hakan, Mike called this, and you called it too. Where it's like he has these ebbs and flows of a season. We're in the down part. I don't even think it's his fault. I really, really. Don't. I I think Hakan's best games were when Correa was healthy. Because mm. when you have an actual creative second striker who could actually come deep, get the ball, and dribble and take people off the dribble, Hakan is much better as a player. Yeah. He's night and day because he has that pinpoint reference and someone he could play off with. With Zeko and Lautaro, he like Lautaro is not a creative player. He's trying to go in between the lines. He's all trying the time. to go in between the lines. Yeah. He'll he'll find spaces in the box, but. His ability to take people on is not like Correa's no, ability. No shot. And I, I, that is the only saving grace that I see right now is is getting Correa back and having him be effective. Because otherwise, I, I don't see 
them turning around. It seems like the league has kind of figured out the Zeko Lautaro tandem up top. Yeah. I'm seeing Inter had 14 corner kicks. Yes, 14 That's to nothing. That's a shitload. Yeah, 14 to nothing. Any? Did they get close at all? No. I don't remember. Oh, I don't no, there were a few. Close, yeah. There were a few. But, I mean, I think we are, like, well well ahead of the pace in terms of set pieces. Like, Inter's a really big team and dominates mm-hmm. on set pieces. But they, it's looking... It, it's beginning to look like Conte in the Champions League. That's what it's beginning to look like. And for you, you haven't you, you guys know what I'm talking about here. Where it's just yeah. like they look unimaginative. It's the same thing. Wings cross, and if it doesn't work out, it you're not going to score. It's beginning to look yeah. more and more like that. Unfortunately. Damn. So question, and like this is just like a Gazette report that I saw this week, but it's like looking like. Lukaku might actually want to come back to Italy. <laughs> yeah, and I'm curious. I, what's your take? I would love him back, but where are we going to get the money? I was saying, yeah, how can you afford him? Unless Lautaro's probably linked in somewhere in that deal. If I could swap, I would absolutely like you. You, know, you can't. You won't be able to. You won't be able to do a straight swap. No way. No, shot. no way. It's impossible. It's so it's it's interesting that like you're so like pro Lukaku because there's so many Inter fans online are like absolutely not. He left in such a disgraceful way, and I don't want him back. And I'm like, he would be the best striker Ah. in Italy outside of Vlaovic immediately getting back. I I understand a lot of the Inter supporters' gripe with, with, with Lukaku, I think. I think it's a little naive to think it was all his doing for why he left. You know, I think when you read the reports about the financial difficulties and what they needed to do in terms of cutting salary and stuff like that, I I don't, I don't, if I had to attribute blame, it's maybe like 60% Lukaku, 40%. But in terms of the timetables, you don't know what exactly happened. You don't know. Maybe, maybe the, 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 they came up to him like, listen, we would like to keep you, but if an offer comes for this high, or if you're really interested in raising your salary we can't do that we financially cannot do that and if there's anybody on the team that deserved the salary raise then it, it was lukaku he was in, he was incredible so and I, I think like realistically though like and this is the perspective that's hard for fans to swallow is it's like he makes the team better like yeah it doesn't matter that he said like oh i don't want to leave yeah. and then he left. it's like shit if you can get him back get him back yeah I, I, lukaku in this team right now i'm convinced would be Maybe a goal or two behind, what is it, Vlamo? How do you? Devlamo. Devlamo. Sorry. Would be a goal or two behind Devlamo. But in terms of just present and like mental fortitude, Inter, I think, would be four to five points clear at the top. So now, if Lukaku were to come, who are your, who are your two up top? Lukaku and who? Oh, I, I, I would love to go with like a Lukaku Correa or Lukaku Skamaka. This is assuming Lautaro is not there, right? Like we can't keep both. like if Lukaku if you keep Skamaka both, if you can keep both, you can get Lautaro. I would do Lautaro. And I would not do Lautaro. But they they have chemistry. They love each other. That's a, there's a bond there. I don't know, but it is what it is. Did you guys uh, did you guys see that meme that went viral that people started thinking was real? It was a picture of Lukaku, and it was like, before I talk about my goal, I want to just congratulate Inter. <laughs> so many people, so many Prem fans got salty because they thought it was real. But like, that's kind of believable. I can't lie. That's super believable. Yeah, it's that's funny. Yeah, I 
if I had my ideal starting striker, honestly, would be would be Lukaku and literally anybody. I I would take any of the strikers right now in Inter, including maybe potentially Scamacca. Yeah, like I get I get the Inter gripe where it's like, like you said, like they left him, but they're forgetting that how one he loved the city, he loved the team. Yeah, that's one. And two, it's like you have to remember, like yeah, you can hate what he did, but it's like if he's producing producing for you on the field, you forget what he did. Like you go in and you're like, okay, this guy's going to help us win a championship and more importantly, help us beat Juve in the eyes of Inter. So it's like, you know, okay, we'll sacrifice having this petty little thing over him for him getting a championship. It's like like LeBron going back to Cleveland. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. Exactly. Yeah. The thing is, it's like from an intangible standpoint, I think him and Skriniar were like leaders in that locker room. Andanovic was the captain, but he, I think, led more of just like keep your nose clean, come to work. This is this is your job. Get get shit done. Skriniar and I think Lukaku were the emotional leaders of that team, and I don't think they replaced him well. I think Dumfries has good intangibles, but Lukaku was the out and out leader uh, of that team, and I think that is severely missed. Right yeah, now. yeah. Because aside from Skriniar, who else has really been a captain of their team? Dumfries besides Handanovic, obviously, and Handanovic. That's yeah. it. So yeah, it's it's an it's an interesting debacle to have. I, I would love to see Lukaku back. But now we have we're, we're coming up against the world beaters, right? In Salernitana, right, Mike? <laughs> next game, we gotta be careful. <laughs> well, you're not going to Salerno, so oh sorry. Well, it's actually what you think about. So let's see if I say more this fully aware that we're gonna absolutely choke. Yeah, you have a possibility. I mean, if you play like you play in Genoa, you might even fucking lose. You might even choke. You might even lose. Florida's not stacked, guys. Yeah, well, yeah they brought they have back. like so many. What's amazing is there's like so many new dudes. Like I, I didn't realize this when I was watching. I don't know last game or the game before, but with the commentator was saying like last time that like four new guys started the previous game. Like all these dudes yeah. coming in have never played together. I have a fun fact about the guy who scored the bike uh, that uh, I think. Took the lead well, against. Totally. Yeah. Totally. He's an inter youth product. Of course he is. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. I forget. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Can... I remember the commentator was like, this one will feel extra good for him. <laughs> God. You can bet your ass he's scoring on in this day? week. Yeah, he's scoring this week. So he's going to do a bike again. He's going to do, you know, he's going to do like the, the heel kick <laughs> where it's like the, what they try to do on the crosses. It, it all comes down, like, quickly on Salernitana, like, it all comes down to the new person they have in charge. Yeah. It's, um, oh, my goodness. He was in charge of Roma when he brought in Angolan Strutman. The coach you're talking about? No, 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 no. The Well, the coach is doing really well, too. He's on Bean since he's, he's been the new the coach. sporting director. Oh, I don't know. Um, uh, oh, my goodness. Not God, Monchi. No, no, no. Before Monchi. Oh, my gosh. What's his name? He smokes, like, a lot of cigarettes. He's got a very, like, oh. Mauricio Sarri? Oh. <laughs> Gaetano's just describing any Italian man. Walter Sabatini? Yes, Sabatini. <laughs> Sabatini is um he's he's incredible he's incredibly talented. He's he has an incredible track record. I think he is probably one of the top four or five sporting directors in all of Serie A. Mm-hmm. Um kudos and he can bring in talent. I think he brought in Fazio. He he was able to yeah, get Yeah, I him. won't call Fazio a Yeah, talent. they're saying that it's still Fazio a name is- for Salenitana. Who started with Fazio this weekend? It was I think it was like the first time playing together for the two of those dudes. It was Fazio and Oh, I don't know. 
Uh, looking at their team right yeah, now. I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't remember who it was. I'm just banning myself from pronouncing names. I'm just, I'm just <laughs> oh, and, and, and Dragushin. Oh, and Dragushin, who's a decent he's, player. He's, yeah. Don't, don't know who Whatever happened with Ribery, I didn't check up on that, but I know he pulled up on a no-contact injury against Milan. Anyone know? Yeah, I think it was his calf. I think he, he just, just, he yeah, just felt bad for you guys, Mike. He's like, if I play, <laughs> then we're definitely going to win. <laughs> I think he just felt bad. Watch his comeback game being in two when he puts a hat. He's going to absolutely... Yeah, I'm not going to put right. that past yeah, him. Yeah, let me take a look at his injury in the meantime. Let's move on to Capolista. Napoli coming up big in the last minute. Marco, Marco's like, <laughs> <laughs> look at that smile. Look at him. Look at how happy he is. He's uh, <laughs> Marco Marco's highlight of the of the whole match was Did Spalletti, you hear me? Did you hear Spalletti's me? reaction after? Oh yeah, he was doing the sign of the cross. <laughs> yeah, Spalletti, Spalletti they walked up. He, he was like, honestly, if I have to pick a winner out, honestly, not not even other than Inter. Like, if I had to pick a winner that I would love to see, it'd be Napoli. I think I think that's everybody in Italy. Yeah. I really think it's everybody. I would in love Italy. to see Napoli. No, 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 that's not everyone in Italy. That's yeah. everyone in this call. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 <laughs> Not even the people on this call. There's there's some people, you know, as Juventini, they hate not they hate Napoli. Juventini with Neapolitan blood. Yeah, exactly. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> the first combo. I don't count they can't that go back that. to their homeland. But to to quickly speak on the Napoli game, the game changed when Elmas came in. The minute Zielinski, the guy who's been MIA the past couple of games, the minute he went out, Elmas came in. He was a spark plug that everybody needed. Demet finally woke up from being mossed in the midfield for like the whole first half. Elmas came in, creativity just driving at players with the ball. Lazio didn't know what to do. He created like three chances when he first got something on and created, I think, the first goal, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, for Insigne. I thought Una's Elmas is one of these dudes who like, I feel like it sucks for him because he's such a good player off the bench. Like, he's just yeah. not the same guy when he starts. Like, he... He brings that energy in so, when it's late in the game. The it's issue... Like, uh, what's his face on Atalanta? Pasalic. Uh, Murillo. 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 Yeah. yeah. The the only issue that happens with Elmas is that for majority of the times that he starts, he's playing out right. Because either Lozano or Politano have been hurt pretty consistently this year, which kind of sucks. The ideal midfield I would have with Angisa being out would be a... Zielinski, Fabian Ruiz, and a Elmas trio. That would be my three. And then obviously Osman up top, and you have to put Insigne out left, you know I'm not happy about it. And then Politano or Lozano out. Yeah, but if you put those three, you have no balance in your midfield. Who's your defensive? Right I mean, Zielinski's been playing box to box. Yeah. Like, the thing is, like, Zielinski creatively recently has been horrible. Like, he hasn't been doing, like, he had like a shot. Like a low, not really high-powered shot in the first half. Other than that, I don't remember what he did. I don't remember his impact at all. But like, I like Elmas a lot because he adds that tenacity. He adds like the we need to get the ball back to be productive mentality. I thought Insigne. I knew it too. Because Marco's boy showed the up. Com the commentator said it, and then he goes, "He's like, oh yeah, Insigne has a great record against Lazio." And then literally ten minutes later, uh, Insigne scores that. No curler had to be a curler on the side, mm -hmm. uh, but that game after that goal, that game was intense. I thought not Lazio were the better side for the first half. I think they absolutely should have had a goal at that point, but you know, thank God they didn't. And Napoli, 
got the three points, and now they're top of the league. Top of the league, baby. How are we feeling about this? I think we all predicted Napoli coming out at one point. No, weren't we all worried about that? Everyone well, was saying they were going to get out of the top four. They were I remember so some Rocco Totino said it, too. Time. Yeah, I, I was about to say I never said that, but then I remember being like AFCON and all the injuries. Oh, I have received There's a good guy. chance I said that they would drop out of the top four. <laughs> Yeah, there's a 99.9 percent chance. <laughs> the same chance that Juve has of making the Champions League. Winning, was not going to make it. I think the thing about Napoli and I, like we kind of said this earlier on in the season when they were healthy, we we're like this team healthy has at least the second best roster in Italy, and. Now you know. Now that they're looking healthy again, and like Milan and Inter are out of form, I'm like they they could strike. Like they could take a lead here on on the Scudetto if a couple more of these weekends happen, which yeah. are becoming more often than not. Like in, everyone's in, shitting the bed. In combination with that, I think it also depends on how long Engisa is out, because Engisa in the beginning of the year was you know coming on as a sub. Before he got hurt, he was a vital, vital part of that midfield. And he created the perfect balance because he was the guy who sat behind, sat in front of the defense, but he was also creative enough to let Fabian and Zielinski just free roam in attacking positions. And I think now, because he's not there, Deme doesn't do as good of a job as Nguisa did. And so now it's like we're kind of holding everything together with Band-Aids. So if he gets back relatively, I'm not sure the extent of his injury, but when he gets back... And he gets back to pre-injury in Giza. I'll feel even more confident about my picks, about them being top four. Not that though, but top four. But Fjordi's going to be top four, too, so don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> There's only four slots in the top four, Marco. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make one with the so crayon. I, I think now is a good time to kind of bring this up. Like, has our idea of what top four looks like a little bit different now? You know, with, with Napoli rolling, the Milan club struggling. I would say Napoli's rolling, though. Like not, before okay, before this game, they had okay. kind of bad results. With Napoli now top of the table for the time, for well, the time being. I, I don't know that I would even call the Cagliari result that bad because, like, they were playing with, like, half of their regular lineup in Cagliari. Like, it's tough and, like, you, you know, you want to get that point badly, but I think, like, contextually, they're missing a ton of players. Like, yeah, sometimes you got to just take the point and not like Milan, who... <laughs> Always take the point, but <laughs> like, are oh, we man. are we still set on Juve cracking the top four? And is it yes. in place of Atalanta or somebody else? Juve's in the top four now, and and controls their own destiny. I think, right? I think so too. I think that they are either clear yeah, or level with yeah. Atalanta. Yeah, and I think they only have one hard game left, and that's the game against uh, Inter. Yeah, it's the only really big game. Uh, that uh, and they, haven't, they haven't played Napoli either. No, we did. They played in January. They did play Napoli. They played in January. Oh, Napoli won, I think, 2-1. That's right. That's right. Well, yeah, so, being, so sorry. Atalanta are three points behind Juve, but... They have a game yeah, in hand, don't game. they? Yeah, with yeah. a game in hand. So Juve control what, where they finish at this point. Yeah. First place, probably, but... <laughs> I mean, possible. they're what? They're, they're what? Seven points out, right? Seven points yeah. off the pace, yeah. Not far enough. Yeah, I about to say, that's not far enough that's at all. Eight bad. points if you give Inter the three for their game in hand. Which you cannot give right now. Shut up, Gatano. Uh, Well, big, big top four implications this weekend. Yeah. 
when Milan and Napoli square off. Mm. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get into that later. But I want <laughs> I want to get the Juventini reaction to this weekend because that this is a big weekend for you guys. What I'll say yeah. is it's it's exactly it's exactly how we predicted it last <laughs> week, where it's just like it's gonna be ugly. The injuries are there, and then you're gonna have who's who else but the greatest striker in Serie A <laughs> oh, coming to the rescue. In the world. That second in the world. goal. Thank you for correcting me. That second oh goal. Oh, God. It was, was incredible. The control was insane. Mwah. The control was Beautiful. insane. So the thing, I, I want to interrupt Mike when he was talking about Milan because he's like, you know, you can't rely on one player. I was like, well, you can't. Uh, you want to use that everybody? Leal is not Vlavic. Right so can, can, can we start a petition here to only have one of these guys on at a time? Like, <laughs> I can't take this shit. No, I can't take pods off because then I'm going to be – uh, well, what at you the make bottom of the predictions, I can't take this Juve <laughs> feeling, dude. I mean, two votes for Juve Scudetto. So. Are we gonna start having a nice little side by side beef between the Leal supporters and Vlaovic supporters? I'm all about this. Who are the Leal supporters? <laughs> One person, maybe. <laughs> um, in the Juve game, though, I will say, uh, Rabio with the cross coming in <laughs> hey, on the left. He lane. answered the call. I think, <laughs> I think his mom told him about the pod. And he got really. I forget. Like, I forget. Who like really it. bad, Michael Jordan, like upset he over it, and he just me. he whipped the ball and he heard Mike calling him a winger and mocking him and all that. <laughs> I forgot who put it in our group chat, but someone put a, a picture of a woman crying at like a beauty, and the caption was like a beautiful cross into the box from all people, Rabio, and it's the gif of the girl <laughs> just crying, wiping away her tears. <laughs> I think I think my favorite really? Rabio meme. Because one time I saw one that was like, if you told me that Rabio was just some waiter from Saint Tropez that they put <laughs> in the Juventus kit. Um, oh my god! I will say back back to the game a little bit. Uh, the goal that Kane scored is big for Kane. He hasn't done too well this year. I think we literally yeah, lots talked of about people how- saying he'll be out this year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it was good to see him get a goal. And Morata came in and played pretty well as a replacement for him. Uh, Vlaovic yeah. was a beast. Zakaria out injured for, they're saying, like, I don't know, several weeks. Well, I think that was nine Juve first team players are now what are they unavailable injury? for the Copa Italia games this week. Sorry, what, Marco? Well, what do they quote as the injury? Uh, abductor, I think, Ooh. something. Adductor, one of those doctors. <laughs> one of the ducks. Know, you know the doctors. So <laughs> yeah, you know, you know those. Um, but yeah, which which I was saying to Mike the other day means that uh, they either need players to get back or like their formation is going to be pretty dictated by the personnel because at this point they have like three center midfielders that are fit. Counting Rabio, so we're going to do his a natural position it, is a left winger. Is, is it going to be a six-three-one? <laughs> the next formation we see, but there's no six. That's the problem. Like who's back there? Because I think Sandro's out. Yeah, Vlaovic out. Could play back Rugani's there. out. Malenkovic. So, Malenkovic. <laughs> Where's this Malenkovic thing coming from? It was a meme. It's there's like, a meme. <laughs> Allegri like looks at Vlaovic, and the meme is like. So you're that you're that center back Malenko. Yeah, I'm so upset we'll because Vlaovic has been playing well, so I can't put that meme of Susan Vlaovic in the. Can't post it on Twitter. I can't. I can't post. Yeah. Damn. Um, <laughs> but hey, listen. I I think the good news for Rocco here is I know he just complained about the lack of midfielders. 
But the three midfielders that are healthy include his boy, which means he they, he finally get he has to play. He has to play. Everybody else in on the team being hurt for Allegri to finally be like Artur, you're up. Wait, Dybala Dybala's coming back from injury though, right? This week. Uh, I think he's like still probably a week away or something. Like, uh, you okay. got to understand, Rocco has this problem. Like when the Knicks had Frank Nittleklina, he was like, he's the best player in the world. It's Frank the same Nittleklina. thing with Artur. He's like, put him in. We're going to win, man. If you give Nittleklina the keys, I'm telling you, he'll get cra- the job. He'll <laughs> crash the fucking buggy. Same thing with Arthur. I could totally uh, see Allegri being like, no, sorry, this is no balance. Bonucci, you're playing holding midfielder now. Dude, I wouldn't be surprised. And then Dybala goes uh, wing I think, back. I think Conte did that way back when. I think Bonucci did play he a little He definitely did at some point. He definitely did at some point. Um, yeah, no, but like they need really uh, someone back. Bernardeschi maybe because he can play wide and then Cuadrado yeah. just keeps playing as like a wide midfielder. Um, yeah. yeah, they need something. All right. It's because just because if anyone else gets hurt, like it's gonna start being like, yeah. Children. Is that what me and Galam get called up? <laughs> I, I love playing what? devil's advocate on this topic, but are you concerned that Juve is winning without DiBala in terms of what the board could be thinking? I'm. I guess I'm concerned because I just keep seeing so many of these Zaniolo to Juve rumors. Oh. And like, Poor, oh my God, poor Rock. I'm concerned <laughs> no, because look. the future number one star for the Italian national team might is linked to Juve. Poor, cry me a river, Rock. I'm the biggest, <laughs> cry me a goddamn river. Like, I'm the biggest Dybala stand that you could find. So it's like, sure. I want Dybala to stay. For me, it's like if you could pay Dybala or spend 50 on Zaniolo, like I don't understand how a club that says they have no money is like, all right, we'll. Yeah. We'll go with paying. They have million. all the money, man. They they been lying this whole time. Yeah, exactly. Well, it seems that way when they have Vlaovich. <laughs> they have. They they're the only team in Italy that I think has money. Now everyone always says Atalanta has money, so they just don't spend. They're it. sitting on a war chest. They've just never used it. <laughs> I mean, I I, I, had, I have my session of ranting about that, so I'm not I'm not going back into that. Ah, uh, let's uh, move but, to everyone. Just what real quick, they're winning without. Dybala, but like, I don't know. I feel like they'd win by more. With yeah. Dybala. Well, no, I, I, th- I think for me, it's like a, it's like a miracle what's going on right now. It's, so it's more of like, holy shit, we're actually not playing terribly and getting terrible results. We're playing terribly because Rock didn't really talk about it. And we haven't talked about it yet, but the defense was absolutely atrocious. On that like, first goal, it's like, just like, what is going on? Like, what is happening here? And I mean, the second goal too is just wide open, no one marking him. Like, it's nice to see the Allegri wins where it's like super ugly and then you win, but like that, it can't be that bad because that was really atrocious, like just defending. Um, but yeah, back to back to Gaetano's question. I think, I think it's more of like you know we're just kind of surviving here. So I don't think it would be a good argument against Dybala. I guess hopefully not. The boards, nothing like that. I'm not as big of a Dybala fan as Rocco is, but I, I definitely want to see him and Vlaovic. Get that duo in. He has to stay because Divlamo has to keep going. Divlamo. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually how do you put Chiesa in instead of Marata? Like, I have no idea how to make that into a fun <laughs> word. 
I feel so bad for you guys. Gaetano's right. It's like, oh, wait, I forgot we have Keza coming back and we're getting Sunny. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Mike, uh, like, shit. Mike, it must be nice to, you know, say it's a miracle that we're winning after spending $150 million <laughs> in a January window, right? It must be we're really. We're grinding out these tough wins and we have the best player in yeah, Italy. I can't believe Kevia. How Kevia. are we winning after Kevia. spending so much money? What? I like Kiev Lala. The only thing that will the only the only way I can look back at that January window with a smile on my face is when Dejan Kulusevski wins the Ballon d'Or. That's the only way I'll be able to. to <laughs> he to might. Come, he is in the Premier that. League, so that's true. He's automatic. He got much better just by being in the Premier League. <laughs> yeah, it's like a mental thing, you know. The, did did you see what Conte said about yeah, that? Yeah, it's unreal. He goes that you felt like I might. He goes, Pratici was trying to hurt me by bringing in Kulusevsky. <laughs> he knew what I wanted him. That's why he got him. That's so funny. Conte's a crazy man. But the we'll see. We'll Conte see if Kulusevsky can do it on a rainy Tuesday night still before we... Uh, did, I send yeah. you, did I send you the article when Kulusevsky was signed? From I, I want to say it was the Daily Mail. But I, don't, I honestly don't remember the... the, the I will say, though, I do like how the... Uh, how like Keen and Maratha are playing with Vlavic. I just it seems like they've really like they're just not the guys yeah. uh, on any team yeah. and they need that other guy. And that when there's another guy there, they fit in like pretty well. Like I've I've really been liking Maratha's performances where he's like getting these like pretty solid assists or just like making plays and moves off of Vlavic's movement. Um and obviously it remains to be seen what's how he's gonna fit in when we have Kiesa and Dybala back. But I, I do like what I'm seeing from like the other strikers that we had, who was supposed to be the guys up top that just didn't, they just couldn't score at all. I, I think really. Rocco, Rocco nailed it on the head. Like Morata's is coming into that like old, um, oh my goodness. Mandzukic. Mandzukic role without, without yep. the Grinta, you know? Yeah. yeah. He, he's lagging Grinta, but. <laughs> I mean, it's, listen, it's one of those stats you really can't smile on Julio's face. <laughs> it's insane. Listen, Grinta. listen. With, with Grinta, you can talk about it. It's a feeling, man. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. You see it and you feel it. With you know the Grinta. Let's go. Well, Most important thing. What's going to happen with Kane? Because aren't they like looking to offload him? And what happens if his best bud in the world, Zaniolo, comes in? Is he going to let that happen? <laughs> Maybe they'll just keep all of them. <laughs> yeah. I like that he won't know what to do. He'll, he'll so sell them all. Juve want to keep Morata on a more team-friendly purchase than mm. what his option is. Mm-hmm. I think the option's 35, and they're trying to get him at 15-plus bonuses. Mm-hmm. And then he wants to bring in an old man experienced striker <laughs> to be like the... It's almost like as if we player. had that, but we just kind of gave it away like three years ago. Yeah. Did they? Mandzukic? He's old man. He's, a he's an old. old man. No, now he's an old old man. But it's like, why do we? That was one of the worst. Does anybody want to guess his last done. club in Serie A? Can anybody remember what his last club in Serie A? <laughs> Wait, did he made an appearance for? Or <laughs> I don't know if he did. He ever? He did make an appearance. He did make he, one. I think. He did make at least right? one for for the beloved Milan, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I remember. You know I was, was like, this is a great move that? for Milan. <laughs> the entire time I watched him. When he was on Juve, I was always like, he's the type of guy that you hate <laughs> when he's like not on your team, but as soon as he's on your team, you love him probably. Gets to me on it's like <laughs> he never got to love him. He played for three minutes. Mike Mike just Dude, sits there like thinking what it's like it's been? like Joakim Noah on the Bulls versus Joakim Noah on the Knicks. Like that type of energy. Oh Jesus, wow. Expectations versus reality. Yeah, wow, that's a good take. Uh, yeah. 
I like that. Too. I'm hurt. I'm I'm actually hurt this episode. I was expecting <laughs> this onslaught. Oh man. Let's talk some Fiore and Sassuolo, two of our favorite of the mid table teams. That was a great match. That was a great that, match. Top of the table teams. That was the best game in Italy this weekend. And they had so many chances. Like, uh, so Lazio not play was pretty dope, too. Yeah. I liked the, um, I don't know, I thought it was fun watching uh, Simeone mm-hmm. in Verona. Just He, he just popped off like yeah he brock i feel like you've been like banging the drum for for uh for verona this year i'm verona simeone mainly he like scores in bursts and uh, what i say last week i think i was talking about like the offside goal that he yeah scored that was really nice the announcer during the game said something was really interesting he was saying that like he scored a quick hat trick in this game and then i think he was saying that like against you that he had what was it? Two in the first twenty minutes oh, or that, something. That second goal was a was might be the goal of the year. Which one? The one yeah. against Juve. The banger. Yeah, he had a banger. Yeah, he curled. Everyone. It. Everyone always tries their hardest against Juve. So goals <laughs> of the year happening. You sound like my barber. <laughs> that's oh. where I'm getting my. That's where I'm getting this logic. Uh, yeah, but he looked really good. I don't know. By the way, I thought Pavanesi was going to come back in, but they didn't. Quick, quick thing, because you know, Julio was going to say because it's the headspace that. That Juve occupies in my head, but um, did you see there was like a poll going around? It's like name a name a Juve player that that you that you think of when you think of Juve the past ten years, the past decade, and you can't name Del Piero. <laughs> a lot of Nobly fans were circulating a picture of Orsato, the, the referee. That's so good. good. That's really good. Uh, <laughs> I was I was saying this week I was yeah. like so many Juve fans must be like checking the score sheet for the first time and be like who's this Vlaovic guy he seems pretty okay Vlaovic <laughs> I don't know um, but yeah, the, the Sassuolo Fiorentina game um, let's get back to that yeah so Marco's team I picked. Uh, hold on. I know you picked. I picked. I no, I pay, I picked Sauce <laughs> to win this game. I got the. I got this. I got this game perfectly right. I got two one Sauce that, in this that, game. What did I have for this one, Marco? Do you have them up? I do. Give me one. Marco is gonna. It's gonna get progressively more intense. The rumor that we spread about Marco and Fiorentina, like. First it was top four. Now we're going to spread that he's he picked him for the Scudetto. Then it's going to be perfect season. Then it's going to be perfect season, and then, <laughs> and then Champions, Champions League winners. And then they're just going to go be their own team in the World Cup. Yeah. That was going to work. Um, in a perfect universe, they're going to sign Zakani too, and then I'm oh. just going to die happy. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, yeah, Rocco, you had three two Sassuolo. Yeah. Yeah. I can be be more goals in it. Yeah, I had 2-1 Sas, Galano had 3-1 Sas, Mike had 3-2 Fiore, Julio had 2-2, and Rocco had 3-2 Sas. In that order. Um, there were chances in this game. They were. It, the only issue, Fiore, like, it was more of like, for every two chances Sassuolo created, Fiore created one. That's how I felt. Okay, but let's talk about the big thing that happened, right? Like, Mike's boy. Yeah. Jack Bonaventura, Bonaventura with a stupid. He's smarter than that. I like Jack. I do. That was the dumbest red card that he could for arguing with the referee. Where you know, well, was that his second yellow? Because they showed the two yellows in the animation. No, I think it was the foul was a yellow card. And then he, yeah, that, and he complained yeah. about the yellow. And <laughs> there goes the. Red. I, I thought that. I thought it was that too. I just I'm just gonna double check that now. Um, that's not the first time this year that that's happened to Fiore. 
Yeah. Like multiple times this year, they've lost someone to yelling at the referee, which is fucking hilarious. It's just like, you should know better. I mean, unless you're a Milan player, you can't get away with it. It's just, it doesn't happen. (laughs) You know, Milan players, they can caress the face of the referee after making a bad call and nobody gets suspended. I'll never forget. There was God forbid you clap. Sarcastically, no, they, you're they, out for no. three days. Or three or you're Benucci, where you high five the ref when they make a call in your favor. Have oh, you, I remember, I remember that last year there was a call they called a goal case. Benucci can also corner. assault somebody on the sideline and be all right. But you gotta you gotta remember, Benucci shares a locker room with those guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, to get back to the game, you know, very open game. I loved seeing it. Um, the red card definitely made a fact, even though Fiore scored, you're like, okay, Sasa's going to put yeah. this game to bed. Um, DeFrel did extremely well. Mm-hmm. And then Berardi just nailed it on the head for DeFrel. But not a Milan player. But, uh, <laughs> Skamaka, He's not exceptional enough. So there's one thing I was thinking about where it's like, Skamaka kind of reminds me of Tammy, Tammy Abraham in this aspect. Yeah, he doesn't have a lot of goals, on in like the stats, but his impact, you see it everywhere. His hold up play, his creative ability, his ability to not only be the big forward top, but also go between the lines. Him, his connection with Baradi and Fratesi is immaculate. Like they know each other where they're going to be in a split second. And for most teams as Inter saw, as Milan saw, like that's tough to deal with. Yeah. And it just sucks because when people see Skamaka, they're like, oh, he only has like I think it's like seven, eight goals this season. But if you have like an if you look at his XG, it's like way higher. Yeah. And his his I want him to be on a bigger team because I want him to get that exposure where people are like this guy's legit. And I know God's been saying it, but him possibly being the future Azuri number nine, I would love to see it. I think he poses a threat that none of the other potential Azuri candidates does. I mean. I can't name you something about any of those about Immobile or Belotti where I'm just like, oh, he's a, he's a threat. Like he could score. Like you look at Skamaka. First of all, he's six five, which is ridiculous. Yeah. Right. Like you could see him on the pitch, and he's just he's your eye automatically goes to him. Mm. But also he's he's like a tough as nails guy. Like you you don't want to mess with Skamaka. He he will punch you in the face. And I think. That's somebody that you need at international level. You need a little bit of nastiness because they're a little bit more physical. They get away with a little bit more. It's yeah. not open technical play, right? And I think Skamaka proved in that game. He even has some technical ability, yeah. which I was, which I was re- very impressed with. But not to make this all about Sass, to, no, to I, go to Fiona, I actually thought Piontek had a decent game. He fucked up a really good chance. But other than that, I thought, you know, obviously it's not Vlavic impact. Yeah. We know that, but... They did. He's doing a decent job of being at least a factor in the attack, not just kind of being brought in and fading to the shadows. I'm again, it's not the same thing with Vlavic, but I've liked what Italiano's doing. Again, going to my head, I put Fiore seventh right now. I think they're two teams. Obviously, they're not yeah, going top right, four. Yeah. I mean, Julia, my face. I agree with your face. Right I said now. it last pod. I'm like, keep it with this pod. Yeah. Uh-huh. I think. I think what I saw today from Lazio uh, today. What I saw this week from Lazio is better than what I saw from Fiore. Maybe. Sorry. To briefly sidetrack to Lazio, Felipe Anderson's on fucking fire. Yeah. But let's stick with... Stick with yeah, 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 sorry. I just want to make that... Cabral, up. with his opening goal, finally opens the tally for Fiorentina. Yeah. Which was nice. Um, Torreira looked pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, what were what was everybody else's takes on that on that game? 
I think Traore looked really exciting again. He got a little bit lucky because the dribble move that he had took a deflection that fell right into his path that led to the goal. But he's still a guy that like can take on defenders, and that's that's something that's just awesome to watch. He's mm-hmm. just fun. Mm-hmm. Can't wait for Juve to buy him. You know what he's reminding um, me of? He's reminding me of what, what Bulga was on Sassuolo, right, at one point? Yes. Yeah. Right. He's remind he's playing similar to how Bulga plays, where he was very direct going at you, dribbling with pace. Yeah. And um, and that definitely complements if he's in the in the four, two, three, one that they did. If he's on the width, that definitely helps him a lot in creating more space for Skamaka to actually operate. And Fratezi and Maxi Lopez, who I think has been a phenomenal midfielder this year, Maxi Lopez, very under the radar. I think that that core in the midfield is really something to keep an eye out for. They're really good. Agree. I think Concidi had another couple of good saves. He had one that was like really, really awesome. I forget who was shooting, but it was a one-on-one and he was like five yards out and Concili made a diving save. And he wasn't the San Siro. It was Ikone, I think. Ikone. Yeah. I, he's one of those guys that like he's just a consistent keeper and he's been a great, like not great, I guess, but like very good goalie in Italy for a long time now. So awesome to see that. And then like, I mean, he's my boy. He's my favorite player in Serie A, but Berardi is just lighting it up this season. He looks so consistent, so poised. Like, he had a couple of really key passes in the game. He's just doing it on every level. A couple of shots that almost went into. So I love seeing that from Mima. They're saying uh, potentially the Insigne replacement, Berardi. Which I think fits very well. I don't know. I'm on the left, though. You could. Yeah. The thing is, like, I don't know if Politano or Lozano go I, on. The I left. think they would be. They'd be. That would be. That would be dope. That would be. That would be awesome. A nice. I think Mike, Napoli is the perfect next club for him. Mike would have to be on suicide right, Mike? watch, though. Mike would have to be on suicide watch. <laughs> no, I don't mind Napoli that much because I'm a Southern boy too. Uh, no, but and anywhere where Mimo goes, I'm a fan of. So that's the rule. Yeah. Just oh, yeah. please don't go to Inter. <laughs> <laughs> or Juve. I don't want him to go to Juve either. So he never. He, he, he's a he stubborn was a Juve, like, man. Half Juve player for he a was. while. Yeah, yeah. Back when co-ownership yeah. was still a thing. Yeah, yeah. I think this is a, this was a good match. I think like it's one of these matches that people who don't watch Italian soccer wouldn't watch because like they would not have heard of Sassuolo yeah. and likely not Fiorentina either. But I think this was a good one to see like that Italian soccer is not just like, I don't know, boring defensive soccer. Like both teams had chances. It was a good game. Entertaining. I, I think Sassuolo has proven again that if you, if they play a team that plays open, expansive football, they're, they're right there. Like they they yeah. can they can hang with the best of them. It's when they play the the smaller like ten behind active. ten men behind the ball. Ten, ten, and Juve, don't forget Juve. And Juve, that's, that's <laughs> when well, they struggle. You well, said ten men behind the ball. That yeah. is that is yeah. ten men behind the ball. <laughs> it's Valovich and then everybody else is behind. <laughs> um, that that's when Sassuolo seems to struggle. So um, great game, but um, on to the next one. Well, yeah, we got to talk about the Verona Venezia game. This this is Rocco and Mike's is, territory. Is, yeah, yeah, they're the ones oh, that made yeah. us change it. You would think they're from the Veneto region. <laughs> no, it's just that that first game of the year was such a good game. I was like legitimately looking forward to this one. Um, I don't know. Watching this one late on, it was, it was. I think two. 
one or two nil. I don't know. Venezia got one back and it looked like they could maybe get back into it. I think it went from like two nil to two one or something. And it looked like they could get back into it. And then Simeone just scored more. He looked good, man. I don't know. He looked really good. I, they were saying, and like, it's funny that, uh, I've been sort of banging the Simeone drum the last couple of weeks. I think they said this is first goals since like December or something. <laughs> So he's got like 15 this season. I must say he's he's in double like I know he's in double digits. Yeah, but he hasn't he hadn't scored before this in like months. Damn. I think that's what they were saying on the on the broadcast. Um but he's a guy that looks like if he if he gets chances. I don't know. I've I've probably watched him play like four times this season, five times this season. How how did Caprati play? Or did he play at all? Uh he did play and he looked good. He was like, you know, getting into space, yeah. fancy feet that type of play so i've always wanted him to be I, like a consistently yeah. good player he's very good when he's back, on back from his Piscata i used to have days. him on my pescada team in yeah. fifa yeah yeah pescada those jerseys were fresh um yeah. they were fresh with the dolphin yep the um <laughs> um i just keep thinking like tudor has completely changed this verona team uh marco yeah. marco was going back through the previous pod oh yeah <laughs> marco was like Verona relegation battle. Yeah, I, I heard all of our horrible takes. I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but who could have predicted <clears throat> Tudor being this effective? And Simeone having like 15 goals in the league. Yeah, so hats off to, to Verona. And I think Venezia right now is a point above relegation zone. Is that correct? I think they dipped into uh, it. Yeah, I think they're in and out. I could check right now. Yeah, they're eight yeah, I got it. on 22 points now. Three points back of Kagi. Oof. Ah. Wow, Kai which is like one of the big disappointments of the year. I think like I want to see them stay up, but like there's something about Cagliari that also makes me want to see them stay up. So really, I'm rooting against Spezia. But but Venezia is like where would you rank them on talent in Serie? Not high. Not high. That's the thing. Second last, third last. I think they're a more talented team than Spezia. What about what about Samp? No. Samp is a much better team. You think so? Crazy. Oh Samp has Qualiarella. They have Quagliarella. He's still, he's still there. Benjovinko. Caputo, Candreva, Sensi. Sensi. Yeah. yeah. Damsgaard's going to eventually there. come back. What happened to Caputo, man? I think the thing that Nobody sucks knows. so much for Venezia is that they started the season and everyone was like, what a feel-good story. Like, they wear cool jerseys and they play decent football. Yeah. And, and now it's like, oh, they're getting exposed yeah. every weekend. It's bad. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, they, they're they anchored by my boy Christian Molinaro at the back, who somehow is still playing. Hey, listen, I, 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 I cheer for Busio. I want to see him do well. Yeah. I, exactly. I like, I like to watch Venezia because I want to see Busio playing. And he does get a lot of burn for them. So. Uh, Molinaro is one of those guys who brings me back to the era of Serie A where you could find like former Juventini just on every everything. team because like everyone <laughs> in Italy had funneled through that door. It's um, amazing. So what is the, what are the what does the relegation zone look like right now? So right now, twentieth is Salernitana, obviously. Nineteenth is Genoa. Jeez. Eighteenth is Venezia, and Gaeti is three points above Venezia, but Venezia have a game in hand. Okay, and then after Gaieri? It's Spezia, who's a point above them. And then Samp is tied on points with Spezia, but it has a 10 better so goal. So, Udinese has actually been in a decent run. Of- They're 14th right now. 
Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah, but but Udinese, Samp, and Spezia oh. are all tied on points. Gotcha. Yeah. But, How many of these teams did Milan lose points? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, but Udinese has two games in hand. Okay. So they can, like, jump in. Also, I don't think we talked about this in, in the in the Milan game, but De La Fueo, oh, my God. But that's I'm always scoring. been his thing, though. It's like when he's on these, like, kind of shitty teams, like, you watch him, you're like, like that's a world beater. Yeah, then he goes to one more, like semi. Like when he was at Everton, he had like two good games when he first got there, and he just faded out, and he just never got. I hurt. think he needs to go back to Milan. I actually did enjoy watching him in Milan. Tbh, Please yeah, he God, was good no. for Milan, wasn't he? I thought he was pretty Honestly, good. Like, I'm not even joking. Yeah, wasn't he good for Milan? He was fine, but I think it was like people were like, All right, him or him or like, Samu, him or Samu. <laughs> ah, I mean, come on! No, come on! You think I it's even him. I take even him. thinking about that is insane. Okay, him or Salamakers? Hmm. I, ah. does more on the defensive side than, than okay. De that's fair. Does. That that is fair. That's a fair. Next, you guys are gonna be like Suso or De La Feo? No, Ooh, no. That's a good question. Honest, Which one? <laughs> whenever I think of De La Feo, whenever I think of De La Feo, I always think of Suso because they were part of the same team that I think finished what like sixth that year or something. Suso was so unbelievably frustrating to watch. Oh my goodness! Yeah, I agree. He was like the poorest man's version of an Ian Robin. He had one move. But when he when he was on though, when he was when on, he was on, I remember he. When was he on? No, there was he played well against Inter a few times. Have been some time. He's always track we track it back on his left foot and just curl it yeah. every single time. That's one thing I haven't seen Barati do in this year as much. Like very, he wasn't. He's not as dependent on his left foot. He's actually trying to put in crosses with his right, which is good to see. I think he's motivated after the the national team. Yeah, yeah. agree big time. Like once he lost the spot, I think it like was a little bit of a wake up well, call. Yeah. Now it's his Toulouse because Kies is out, mm-hmm. which which sucks because we have qualifiers this month. But listen, we're not we're not getting past the first round. I've called it before. <laughs> I've said it before. <laughs> It's crap game written all over it. That's another bad take of mine from earlier in the pod. I was like, 100%, we're getting through. (laughs) (laughs) I think it was my first episode, so I felt like I needed to make a bold statement. Yeah, uh, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't listen to all the old whole episodes. I just listened to the predictions. Wait, part. when is that? When is that match? I think it's a 20 something. <laughs> all right, we got to do. Can we have first. a sad watch party for that, guys? Yes, yes, yes. we'll host. We will yeah. host that one. That one's gonna, that's gonna be sad. I think I'll be, Notorious. I'll be doing all my my reverse jinxing as possible. I'll do. I'll even buy. <laughs> I'll buy the what's it called? He's got like potions and shit. <laughs> what's the what's the team? We're playing. Um, I think it's what's North, the team? No, we're playing it's North Macedonia, and then Macedonia. the other side of the brackets: Turkey versus Portugal. I was literally just. I didn't even remember the team. I just remember we're playing Pandev. That's all I remember. Pandev. Julio's a big North Macedonian. Fan. I'm fucking dead. What's the team called? <laughs> um, Can yeah. we talk about Roma, guys? They yes. don't get any calls. Yes. Oh yeah. They're really good. <laughs> and they needed until the 99th minute against Spezia, literal which is more than me like could do. I shouldn't be talking all this shit. <laughs> <laughs> Someone else should. But, but let's be honest. That was that was a foul. Fair enough, but like Roma's just so. Dull and disappointing to watch. Like yeah. they had 31 shots, and I feel like I was like, not once was I like, they're gonna score. <laughs> I, it, they're a very, very frustrating team. Um, but listen, Zaniolo came on the game. Came on the pitch and played well. I thought he was pretty effective when he came on. 
You see the cut that he got on his head? It's real well, bad. Well, yeah, that, that was a straight. That wasn't even close in my book. I don't know what Tiago Mota. He literally got kicked in the face. I have no idea. Like, like I love Tiago Mota, but I have no idea what the hell he was complaining about. Like that was a, that was one of the easier penalties I've, I've seen this year. I'm not gonna lie, the optics of like the arena, that for some reason for me that had a very nostalgic like that's pure old school city out where it's like very small stadium. The fans are going yeah. absolutely ballistic and they're right on the touchline. Yeah, and you see like the night sky, like it's like one lamp post that shines on the whole field. I, I was telling Marco when I was in Spezia, I had no idea where the stadium was. Couldn't could not find it. I even looked. <laughs> I looked, could not find it. Um, uh, I gotta say, I did forget that Pellegrini hit post with a rifle. Um, I love Pellegrini. He's been he's been good this year, man. But he's just like, been hurt. Yeah, it's tough to find his consistency. I mean, it's good that they're not big injuries; they're just like little like ankle knocks and like little like sprains here and there, which is not yeah. bad. Um, but by the way, sorry, but the qualifiers are the twenty fourth, which is a Thursday, March twenty fourth, and March 29th. Should we take off that day from work? Yeah, to just, take I'm so we could all work from your house. Yeah, we'll, we have a land party. <laughs> More like a just like sadness, just like pure tears. Um, as we lose to Pondiff. But sorry, Mike, you were saying Pellegrini? I just always forget. I think he's younger than he actually is. Like, I always he's forget that 20, he's 25. Yeah. In my yeah, head, Mike like, during the game product. was like some, saying something, and I was like, dude, he's. I, I think I was wrong. I said he was older than he is, but I was like. He also like, said, Mike also said Belotti was like 32. Just want to throw that That's out there. That's true. <laughs> Mike skews old with his estimates. Yeah, I'm not the only one that has stupid moments on this pod. I have the most. I like an older man. What can I say? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It's the experience. Oh. Silver Fox. I think Pellegrini's also playing with a chip on his shoulder because he he was selected, I believe, for the, for the, the Euro run and then got hurt and had to had to miss the, the tournament, unfortunately. Yeah. I think he offers something that a lot of I think he's the most nah, I'm gonna take that back because Verratti is very good creative wise as well. But Pellegrini, he's showing that he can in advanced positions, he's very effective. And I, I'm a fan. I, I like what he's doing so far. Um, I think another Italian midfielder that that's showing promise. So future Juventus player. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So unfortunately my boy got a clean sheet, which I'm very upset about. Well, so with that and then Lazio lost, Roma's now above Lazio in the conference. I hate Mancini so much. I watched him the entire time. I was like, I hate him. I, re I really dislike him as a player. I really, I truly do. Truly do. Um, also, Tammy Abraham, penalty spot kick. That was a great penalty. Great pen. Goalie guessed right and everything, and he still beat him to the to the left side. It's no Kepa where it's still in the stratosphere. So, <laughs> yeah, so um, but yeah, are we gonna are we gonna talk about Lazio? I know we talked about Napoli, but I don't think we talked about Lazio specifically. No, we didn't talk about Lazio specifically. So, what did, what were your thoughts on Lazio during the game? Uh, Marco, me? Oh. Yeah. Um, again, like I thought that first half they completely dominated mm -hmm. one because Napoli midfield wise is particularly flat, but two, it's like Philip Anderson, nobody seems to know how to beat him. Like he's just going at players. He's creating, but the one guy, and obviously we know this could be watching said, yeah, but Malik Vesavich looks like a completely different person. Is this the year he leaves? If I had to take a tally with the room. Oh, I lost the Totino brothers. I was going to say, um, do you think this is the year he leaves? Julia, do you think this is the year he leaves? Wait, say again, you cut out? Do you think Savage is, do you think this is the year he leaves? Milikovic Savage. 
I feel like it's been it's been rumored for so long. It's one of those like but uh, the like disappearances where it's like it'll never happen. Yeah, it could. I I think that's the way it's probably gonna go. If he leaves, do you think he goes to a Serie A club, or do you think he like he's gone for like Prem Prem? I think I think he's the man you signing that they need. Yeah, actually no, no he won't no. I, I take that back because okay they need Everything. they need a stopper. <laughs> Everything. No, they need a guy that's sole job is to protect the back. That's the one thing from their midfield. If Pogba stays, that's the one thing from their midfield to make it complete. And they keep thinking that they have it, and they don't. They keep buying well, so forwards and wingers. Man, you is they're gonna yeah. get stupid decisions where they're like they're gonna get rallied up. But like, anyway, yeah, no, I, but yeah, I think that's if Milinkovic yeah. Savage wants to leave. This has to be the season that he does it because he's playing so well that yeah. a lot of Europe's top clubs are going to be on notice. Yeah, how uh, old is he now? He's twenty seven, I think, twenty eight. Huh, Mike, do you think this is the year Savage leaves? I don't think he's ever leaving, man. Like that's what I said. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I think he legitimately likes being at Lazio. I I and like it's a tough time to pay the the fee for him too. I think like he's kind of already in his prime. I feel like you have to pay a premium to get him. And I don't know what team is in direct need of that midfielder. And like I, I'm sure I could think of it more, but like. Gun to my head, I'd say that he probably stays. I think he's a Lazio man. Like he, he actually likes being there. See, I think Lotito's gonna br- blow up the team this year. Really? I, have, I I think I think he sees Sadi was brought in as like an emergency because Inzaghi left, yeah. and I think this summer you'll see Sadi actually making moves. A complete like, yeah. revamp. Um, that's my prediction. So I was, I was gonna my my point also was gonna <laughs> bless you. My point is gonna counteract that. Where I was gonna say, if Sadi wasn't the coach. I would be even more confident that he leaves this summer oh. because Saudi's here and Saudi's pretty apparently made it that Savage is going to be the key to the midfield. I think to Savage, that's like, okay, I have this great spot. I'm used to it. I'm learning a new system where I thrive and I enjoy the soccer that I'm playing. So I think that's, if you were to say, I would attribute some of that to Saudi being hired and implementing Saudi ball. Rocco, you think Savage is going to stay or go? What are you about? Oh my God, of course. Well, so the thing about that, though, it's like, know, <laughs> oh, man. here's Julia. Where it's like, you know, that kind of makes <laughs> so sense just, now. It's Savage. Zanyo. I'm worried. Like, it's all, I'm, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried. Like, I feel like we're linked with some really good players. And I'm not sure where yeah. they're all going to fit. You know, I can't, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't, I can't wait for them to just extend to Shiyu and call it a transfer window. He, deserve, he deserves to get extended. I'll say it. He's, a, he's your best striker. It's gonna be hilarious when you have Ronaldo and Pogba back next year. Oh my god! And to see you on the left wing, oh, it's gonna be a quote. Cool. They had no. to cut the wage bill. Ronaldo has no place on you, then he's no Vlaovich. <laughs> he is no is Ronaldo, and Ronaldo is Juve. Bro, when are we getting the Vlaovich jersey? <laughs> they say Might Ronaldo have doesn't have honestly. a tattoo, but he actually does have one. It says Fino Alefine right on the back of his shoulder. <laughs> no, run his ass cheek. That's <laughs> what he thinks of Juve. Okay, so if Gaetano, like, so Gaetano, if Juve win this, can we get that on your ass cheek? Is that, is that like <laughs> <laughs> no, that's when they win the Champions League. If Juve win the if Champions, Juve win the Champions League, I'm like, oh, I like that. I like that I a lot. Have, like that. Why, yeah. Watch him go on like a, a, a if, uh, if, like not conceding a goal for the rest of the knockout stages. If, if, if he win the Champions League this year, I might. Imagine, I like imagine there's there, nothing there's, there's for Gaetano to win. It's just to troll. <laughs> there's a serious. There's a serious Risk of me inflicting more bodily harm on myself watch, if Juve win the championship. Watch if not only they win the Champions League, but they win the treble. You have to understand, like the corner, one of the oh. one of the few cornerstones of my life is Juve not winning the Champions League. You yeah, that's like that, right? Like if 
When you talk about Gaetano, and some people ask me, like, what's Gaetano like? It's like, that's one of the top three things you tell them, like, yeah. about his identity. Exactly. It's 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 yeah. one of the columns of my... Well, see, that's, that's what yeah. you used to choke it down, where it's like, yeah, like, he really likes his team Juventus. Like, if it's someone at a bar that doesn't know you, where it's like, yeah, he really likes his team Juventus. He talks about and, them all the time. And I would say, crazy. like, just talk about this guy, Cadrado, and then you're good. So I once... So there was actually one time I... Um, I was dating someone and they told me that they were a Juve fan and we had, we had talked for a little bit and then I sent her an inter Jersey. I'm like, this is better. And she said, no, and we don't talk anymore. So there we go. I was going to say, this isn't your current girlfriend. Obviously so. not. Um, I would love to see there. you. Like if you actually, if she was secretly a Juve fan, I would love to see you like, guys. on like in the Derby d'Italia going on. I would no, love to see that. No. I, I Julio out here, like, what's her number? Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, whatever happened to that girl? Like, you know, uh, oh man, <laughs> Julio and her just found out who Duzon Blauvich is. <laughs> <laughs> we're, both, we're actually we're both getting jerseys, so it's pretty crazy. Oh man, it's adorable. <laughs> I cannot wait for the pun. We have so for the winner, I think we're actually going to get a trophy. Yeah, about okay. yeah. So to quickly digress, what do you guys want to do for like a, a winner of like the? I think it needs to be a trophy. Should it be? Should it be a Calcio Nostro Campionato sul campo? Should that be, should uh, we'll that be we'll what come it up is? with something. Something has fun. to be sul campo. This is if you win on points. Yeah, yeah. This is when if yeah. we win the if whoever has <laughs> no, the highest Julia, This is if you win the Copa. <laughs> no, no. This is if Juventus wins the Scudetto. That's what I'm thinking. Uh, there needs to be a separate reward if Juve wins Champions League. If your team wins, if your oh my god, if Juve wins the Champions League, I think our sadness is enough for you. You know, if Napoli wins, I'm painting our house bright blue. If Juve, if Juve wins Champions League, the three of us have to pay for their flights to Turin for the. Oh the great! Opener. Okay, let's do that. Wait, the three. Perfect. I like that. I like that. Wait, wait a minute. Me, me, you, me you, and Julio take Torino. It's gonna oh, be beautiful. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I, I like that. I'll make that bet. But if they don't, what happens? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it's like your nothing. ass tattoo. Nothing happens. Yeah, nothing will happen. Um, but speaking of the Copa, that's kind of where I want to go next. We have two yeah. oh, baby huge games this week. So Starting exciting. off, Derby della Madonnina. Who's who's least excited? Here? So so I'm just gonna preface for like the three people that listen to this podcast. This is gonna be like. The saddest fucking two minutes ever. Both me and Gaetano are like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the other one's so much Man, better. Milan's looking so good this year. I don't know. Inter. I don't know. Have you uh, seen them lately? I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to say. I don't know. I am going to predict. I've been wrong every. No, I, I got the draw in the first Madonina. They're both playing like such dog water, though, that I'm almost like Milan will win this one. So I'm going to say. 2-2 draw. Wow. I, I, don't, think it, I don't think Inter's going to score. I, I, yeah, it's two legs, right? Yeah, yeah, it's two legs. And there's a way goals like it should. A, who's who's yeah. home first? Milan. Uh, Milan. And apparently Krunic is apparently supposed to start, so that has me really worried. 2-2 um, would suit Inter pretty well. Uh, it would, but I don't think... I don't have any faith in inter scoring. So I'm gonna go. My heart says zero zero, but to be honest, <laughs> I'm gonna say like a An fluke, like match. Krunich free kick masterclass, one nothing, <laughs> Milan. That's what I'm gonna say. One nothing. This is gonna be a good welcome back to the office. It's like someone's gonna score. I'm gonna hear Gaetano screaming from down the hallway. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're not gonna be home tomorrow. No, I'm gonna be in the office tomorrow with Mike. So. Sucks. Sucks to suck. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's going to be one nothing Milan. All right, Julia, what's your take? I just, these I, just are want, picks. I think our just to preface, I think picks should just be separate and oh, only fair, fair, but yeah, I, I, oh, I'm not true, optimistic. Yeah. The the good thing, the, the one thing I will say about this is I'm a, I think I'm, I'm maybe a little bit more positive on this than Mike, not because I think Inter's gonna win, but because I think having Milan's attention elsewhere hurts Milan more than it does Inter because we have more depth. And I think Milan struggles in that regard more than Inter does. Because when they have to go to their bench, that's when Milan really struggles. Yeah, and, and uh, also Milan have not been coming up this week. And more likely that Giroud or Zlatan are going to be unhealthy, you know, yeah. because of more games. My my viewpoint going to this game is this game, Whoever, if there is a winner, whoever wins it, this might propel them to that, be on a good run of form. I think that if, if you're Milan and you win this game... You're going to that Napoli game feeling like, okay, we beat Inter. We're going to ride this momentum. I don't think so at all. I think they're going to come exhausted and hung over to Naples. I think that that's exactly (laughs) the wrong take. And if anything, I think like to just like try to play devil's advocate to Marco here, like Milan beat Inter in the league, which is like objectively more important at this point. And it did not put them on good form. Yeah, yeah, but you, you never know. Sometimes, sometimes a positive result like this, it's going to come down to how they play. Like if Milan dictate the game, which they have in the past ten years, yeah. like they're gonna they're gonna ride they're gonna ride it pretty well. They're yeah. gonna ride that wave. Mm-hmm. But I don't think what Marco's saying is crazy. Honestly, <laughs> like I think that it's it's possible that like it it propels one of these teams to start playing better. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I also think last year, yeah. last year definitely did. Like the Ericsson free kick. Absolutely propelled into toward the and the Lukaku and Zlatan almost fighting each yeah, other. Yeah, that, that was fucking that was that, put, that was beautiful. That put wind in the sails. Yeah, and I think that was huge for that. But we were also we also had like Conte as a manager, and we were just we're deeper. And we also didn't. I don't think we had a big game after that. Yeah, you know, it, all, it also depends who plays as well, right? Like if you, if not if Milan put out a full strength lineup, is Milan expected to be full strength tomorrow? I think no. ben, I think Benacer's out, right? Benacer and somebody else. Well, Kiara's up for uh, Yeah, I know Krunic is supposed to be playing because of injuries. The striker situation is still fucked. Is Rebic like, still like start slowly coming back? I think so. He got minutes at the weekend, so yeah. I'm hoping. I think Rebic has like, low-key become one of the more underrated players on I like, agree. the top Italian teams. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think he's an important piece to this team, so we'll see. I think he's best used, though, out wide. I don't think he's best used up front. I don't think like yeah that false nine Reddit yeah, never it, it works. Does, yeah it doesn't work I think except against Juve <laughs> when he popped off in that four two game but yeah I'm I'm looking forward to this game but not to get not to forget what's the other game coming is up. that this week it's Wednesday that's Wednesday um, that, oh this is the my. game that Julio has not slept thinking about I think soon. listen it's just it's it's the it's gonna be the highest of Juve's like awful roster point of risk in the sense of if Vlavic goes there and Juve goes there and we just shit the bed, like there's a, there's, there's a high chance that that could happen. Like I'm, I'm kind of scared. Do you and again, think, when you see the, when you see the mistakes that happened in Empoli, like it's not going to go away. Do you in think this we're going to see think. Dusan or Susan? Who do you Wait, think? So, who do you think? I, we're I think, see? I think there's a high chance that Susan could, could make an appearance. <laughs> You guys are forgetting that 
Fiore has no luck against Juve. This is going to be like a 99th minute Duzon Vlaovic stunner from outside Penalty. the box. He Penalty. kisses the crest, and the entire Arteo <laughs> Frankie oh. just goes up in flames. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that's a beautiful sight. I'm not going to lie. Raga, what do you think? Uh, Domination. I don't know. I'm I'm pretty confident in this one. Of course he is. 99 percent chance. Oh my god. 99 percent chance. Imagine Fiore scores the goal. Dude, that's the way life works. It's all about 99 percent chances. You've been walking in with half of a roster, and he's like, "Yeah, Vlaovic is gonna score. I'm convinced we're gonna win this one." I'm convinced if Fiore win this game by like four one, but Dusan scores, Rocco's like, "It's a good result." I'm okay with it. I would take it. Dude. <laughs> Honestly, the uh, I didn't even think until you said that just now about all the injuries, even though I mentioned them before and I've been complaining about them. <laughs> I'm just so excited to see Vlaovic play against Fiorentina. Oh, who are you kidding, so, Rocky? You're just like, oh, yeah, I'm so happy we have all these injuries because Artur is playing. That's all that matters. You don't care. Artur, he... hat-trick of assists to <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, Vlaovic. Exactly. The and they lose 6-3. That's all, that's all Rocco cares about. What's actually going to happen? Is Vlaovic penalty, and then it's going to be like legit dangerous oh oh for like five minutes. <laughs> oh god! Thank God there's the running They're track around the Franchi yeah. on the on the field. Yeah, you think he kisses the? Uh, you think he kisses yes, the badge? 100%. I think if he scores, he absolutely does. <laughs> I think he's. I feel, like, I feel like I feel like he can. I feel like I would. If he's I were him, I would incite an absolute I, riot. He might bars. do. The, he might do the mess. I just. And take off the jacket and hang it. Oh, 100 percent Like, you know what I'm saying? Where they that take would be the messy, shows amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'd be amazing. Just gotta, just gotta get technical. It's not a badge, it's a letter. So, yeah. <laughs> oh no, that is that's true. Later. That's later. That's later. Yeah. That's a great point. Okay. Um beautiful letter though. Yeah, I'm I'm curious I'm curious to it's see a beautiful zebra too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm curious to see how how Fiore play Dusan. I'm curious to see which he can't center. play Dusan. I'm saying like which Thank center you, back oh, only Bremer. Other than Bremer. Other than Bremer. Only Bremer can play Dusan. <laughs> I did call it on the pod. So that so that's my question, right? It's like if if because Fiora had a three back system last time they went out against Sas. If you do that, which of the center backs is gonna matter? Yeah, Would you put Quarta there? Yeah. I don't know. Milankovic. That was, is Milankovic playing? I don't know. No, I think he was he would he didn't play no, he against didn't, Sas. No, he didn't. Um I would say I'd probably put him there. Maybe, but because I think it's like he he he's the type of guy where it's like you're better off not having him to actually play with the ball. He's not great with the ball. Quarta, so I Listen, love I, Quarta. I, I, I think Dusan if he gets the ball isn't is an unfair matchup yes. against any of the Fiorentina defenders. I just think Fiorentina is going to take it to Juve for eighty minutes. You know, whether, I think they're definitely they're definitely going to be inspired yeah. by just the that's what I'm, I'm scared of is the inspiration that they're going to have from their home fans, just like. Losing their minds. Plus, mm-hmm. like Juve's just disastrous roster right now with the injuries. Um, but I mean, Fiorentina like has a pretty high like goals allowed. Like they have, I think it's like thirty six. Like it's yeah. not pretty much around or below average. So yeah. like not like really something to be scared of. I think it's more of like Juve's lack of options up top. Yeah, but Juve only have strikers. Yeah, literally, so, so. I mean, you're, you're gonna you're gonna have to have this like Morata, like Manzukic, like Super Saiyan performance. I think I, I, you're gonna you know see gonna go. Vlaovic, Morata, and Kane all start together. <laughs> the Allegri, the Allegri <laughs> went yeah. dream right there in the midfield. <laughs> he just uh, starts three of them up there, and that's it. <laughs> what uh, game do you think will be like a better watch? 
Because I think Fjord, that like Fjord Juve, Fjord Juve. I I feel like I was gonna say that. Now that we're all saying, it, I'm like, no fucking way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I, think like, I think that like the derbies between Milan and Inter tend to be like tense and yeah, and get you know usually they're boring. I Is think like Teo gonna fight Lautaro. Please, I hope he wins. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then reveals that he was an Inter fan all along and he gets bought by Inter. Um, I, I, what I'm hoping for, and I, the Coppa games are prone for this, where you get a little drama on the sideline. Whether I don't know, I don't think it'll be Italiano and um, and um, Allegri. Allegri. You think it's gonna be Pioli and? No, I, I think it's gonna. I think you like might this, get. Uh, no, I think you get a little action from like the from the suites. You might get a little like. Joe Barone and Nedved oh. issue. Like I'm looking. That's what I really want to say. I want to see Camisa like absolutely go ham on one of the Juve guys. He'll probably bitch about something. Yeah, but I don't know. Juve gives him so much money. What is he going to complain about? They're taking his players. That's what, that's he, what he's complaining. He's, he's got a hundred million dollars coming. More than a hundred million, I, right? One hundred twenty million. I wouldn't be surprised. You guys probably still paying for Bernardeschi and Bajo. Like, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> I, <laughs> I just think there there may be a scene there just just to like kind of get the fans off of his back because right now I think he's kind of I agree with in that. the city where they look at him and they're like, you haven't you know kept your promises. You've sold our two best players in the past decade to <laughs> Juve. <laughs> So show some loyalty, and you know what? If I'm uh, if I were in Camiso's shoes, I'd probably do the same thing. I'd be like Agnelli, like screw you. Whether I'm sincere about it or not, I need to show something to my fan base that I'm loyal to them and not you know no Juve. It's if you're it's literally, you in Camiso's shoes, you're you're flipping over Agnelli because you hate Agnelli. No, but not even like if I if I own the rival of Juve and I just did business with them for the two best players in my rival. franchise history. Rival. This, this, this is the thing. You rival. Fiorentina's rival, but Fiorentina is <laughs> what not are you rival. Oh, yeah, like, that's like yeah. that's like Fordham being Harvard's rival. Like, yeah. what, like yeah, yeah. what are you talking and about? You, and if you, yeah, that's like when you read the stupid pamphlet they hand out at graduation, yeah, it's like yeah, they yeah. stole Fordham's color. It's like Harvard's <laughs> like, never heard you? of Fordham. <laughs> For the listeners that don't know, we all went to Fordham University here in the Bronx in New York. Just great school. Reference, really. Just for reference. <laughs> Not really. Uh, well, this pod will definitely not be contributing money to the the organization. Um, to Gaetano's point, though, the thing that screamed in my head was uh, when LeBron left Cleveland and the owner wrote like the nastiest letter in public just to be like, rabble, rabble, I love this city, rabble, rabble. I, I could definitely see Camiso just like trying to throw hands at Nedbed or something. <laughs> I really, I really want it. Just to be like, he loves us. And, and the thing the thing about uh, Fiorentina fans is they have this like, Weird complex where it's like they're like Napoli fans, except they're they're like even worse. Oh my god! What are you I, don't, saying, I don't even know where the I don't even know where the regard, shots are going. I'm not talking. I'm not I'm not talking. I'm just listening. I'm not saying a word. famous rant that's gonna like no no, no, no it's just somewhere. every Julio the man. This pot is gonna blow up. We're gonna be a huge pot, and then someone's gonna play this back, and we're gonna get absolutely shat on. No, no, so the, 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 I'm going to keep going because the thing is, like, Please. the Argentina fans, listen, historically speaking, they're from Tuscany in the north, and they've been one of the wealthier regions in Italy. But go. they've been a very unsuccessful team in the grand scheme of things. True. And they have this mentality where they, they have this ego, like, oh, we're from Florence, oh we're, oh, we're better than you. And then the team does not match their ego, so they have this weird complex where they're like, we're victims of something? 
I get. And, but it's like, what are you? From. What are you? Uh, what are you victims of? Like, I don't. It's like Napoli. Napoli actually has like a real victim complex for a reason. I like, I, I meme it, but I understand it. Like Fiorentina, it's just I have no sympathy for for Fiorentina fans or the city of Florence. <laughs> I have no sympathy. And like, they're getting posts like too bad. Like, like get good. That's the energy. Get good, kid. That's the energy. Like, if, if, like, if you ever talk to a Fiorentina fan, it's just so strange. It's just like, what is, that's what is, so what is this? Funny. Get good, kid. I love. I. I don't so, even know what else to say. That, that. Yeah, honestly, you can't even <laughs> rebuttal that. You I, really can. That's so funny. Wow. Well done, <laughs> Julian. Really I want to share that. I'm, I'm every Fiorentina fan. Thank you. I appreciate it. Maybe uh, it'll be a clippable moment. I. But uh. It kind of echoes yeah. at like what Camiso has been saying though. Like Camiso's like, I tried to tear down the stadium because I wanted to build a new one, and they're like, you can't do that because it's like a historical monument. And he goes, what hist- what history? You guys haven't won anything. Like, you- well, you gotta <laughs> remember it's where all the U- Juve youth products. Play. Oh yeah, it's hard. Right. Yeah, for so all the great names: Baggio, Bernardeschi, Chiesa, Valvich. They all walk through those doors. True. This is all true. Uh, Enquadrado. Yeah. So this guy is someone else. Julio's gonna go on a rant about Batistuta soon. Oh my god. <laughs> that's that's like a god in Fiorentina. Wasn't yeah. even good. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just I don't know. I have been I've been silently observing Fiorentina fans for like a decade and I'm just kinda sick of it. I feel like no one I like everyone talks about Napoli just being like this team where you know they always have like oh poor us, poor us, and everyone means every other every other person on the podcast, but we don't have any Fiorentina fan on the podcast, and we don't talk about Fiorentina because they're irrelevant. But they have this mentality. <laughs> they have this mentality and it exists, and I think people who watch Serie A need to know about it. Oh my god! We, we got to find a Fiorentina fan and get them on here. We, we yes, we really do. I mean, Marco's, Marco's halfway like, there. Yeah, I'm half. I'm not. I also have no <laughs> connection to that area. Yeah, but, but you, you're a big believer in there. Uh, I'm, I'm an Italiano believer. That's how I say it. But, I'm a believer in the coach. So we have Julio, who just absolutely just annihilated all Fiorentina fans. fans. <laughs> we, got, we got Mike with Atalanta, and <laughs> and I guess Rocco with Torino. I don't know. I don't know how we're gonna Rocco calling shots about dominating Torino and how Juve is gonna walk all over them. Juve, Juve, ninety nine percent chance of winning everything. Ninety nine percent. It's like. It's like oh, you put all those like objective like reasons why you raising a losing. Like, nah. Yeah, exactly. It's just. I think we're gonna win. Like, was I <laughs> saying? Did I say on the pod like recently like, uh, Juve have all these injuries in the attack and the defense, and like they they have no injuries in the midfield, but that's their weakest point. And now to spite me, like, <laughs> <laughs> the whole midfield's injured also. So it's just like, well, don't worry. Just they still they're still. What did I say, Mike? I think I said today when I read the Juve injured 11, I was like, I think this is still a top half of the table team. Like, the 11 that are injured, I'm like, they would get the Europa League. <laughs> I'm going to be watching that. That's two youth players. Well, listen. If can, we, like, uh, can we, like, edit the pod to start it with Julio's rant? Just like, <laughs> any new listener. No. no, see, we're going. I'm going to clip it so that way the video, <laughs> that's our first video tweet, is going to be Julio. It's like, yeah. A common thought about Fiorentina fans by Julio Ricciardi. We're not going to get any followers. I appreciated the historical context in it, too. Yeah. It's like, he was it's like, so like critical. you're looking at it from a geopolitical standpoint. <laughs> and also, Drew was like, yeah, after observing Fiorentina fans for a couple of years. Yeah, now, like, he's, exactly he's, he's studying, studying that. Or something. Things that he's studying. 
Listen, their 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 crowning moment, like it's oh, almost like go. they won the cha- They almost won the Champions League when Giuseppe Rossi had that comeback in 2013. It was like, <laughs> it was like they, they st- all they do is talk. They talk about it. They think about it. It's in their minds. Like no one cares. It's like it's like when Fordham beat Harvard in like 2008, and it's like holy shit, we did it. And, and Harvard's like, I don't even remember who. Like who do we play again that day? Yeah. All right, I'm going to reel this podcast back. I gotta reel you back. have to. I, I in, can talk about Fiorentina all day. In, in other news, <laughs> speaking of Juve, speaking of Juve, we got a news that Buffon renewed at Padma. Does anybody know how old he is now? I know 40, he's old. He's going to be 46 He'll by the end of the contract. He'll be 46, yeah. Oh, wow. When he retires, yeah, or when he, the contract he's retiring. Hey, is Padma supposed to get promoted? Any, any? I can. Mike, I, you're up on Serie B, right? Where's Padma? Uh, I don't think in a good place. I'll check right now. I'll look it up. But I really only keep up with Regina down there, and it's now, not a happy existence. <laughs> now I just got. It's insane that Buffon is. Yeah, they're they're thirteenth in Serie B. Monza's in Serie A. Well, I, I think that like his last year at Juve, I think he was like legitimately good. I agree. Like, yeah, I agree with that. There were points where that. people were like, "Start him over Chesney. He's playing better than." I Chesney. was one of those people. I was one of those people. I always say that about any goalkeeper at Juve. Just start him over Chesney. You, you, you'd start. Petty he actually made some decent saves this week. I think he's trash. He's um, so, he, he, sorry, he's not trash. He's just very overrated. He's a mid-table goalkeeper. Who rates him that high? Yeah, a lot of people. A lot of people. A lot of people in England and Spain rate him highly. I don't know why. I really don't know why. Yeah, he's fine. Um, so what we got next on the agenda? But yeah, but in his in in Buffon's last season, he was really good. So yeah, I wasn't surprised he kept playing. But like, it's like even just like is tacking on a year at a time and seeing how he's feeling. He's like, all right, I'm all in. I'm gonna yeah, play it's insane. For another he, two seasons at least. Did he break Maldini's record yet? Of appearances, I think, I think he did. So, yeah, yeah, I think he did. I think like fifteen years ago. <laughs> <laughs> Back when he was 35. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah, but how many of his yeah. kids are subpar players? True. Facts. <laughs> True. Wow. Oh, my God. The toxicity on this pod is half the reason why I do it. I just love, like, the the, the sadness, the toxicity we bring. Julio's rant just now. That's another reason why I'm you always... always, you always it, it, this pod is very susceptible to a random rant. Yeah. Something. Um, particularly, so particularly me. Particularly yeah. me. Yeah, Julio with you, Fiorentina. You had me with On a pound-for-pound pound basis, like, I, I, I'm, I'm prone to pop the fuck off. Yeah. So, so I want to I wanna wrap on one last topic dealing with Juve. Of course. So, I don't know if you guys have been watching the Premier League recently, but the Juventini's boy, boys, um, Kulusevsky, has been running rampant at Spurs. I know Rocco was a big fan of Kulu at times. So, <laughs> so Rocco, what do you think of this newfound success for your boy? I read this amazing thing today, and it was it said that his versatility just hurt, hurt him at Juve, but it's his like biggest strength or something in the in the Premier League. I was just laughing hysterically. Just reading. Can I, that. Can I, can I add a title to this? Go ahead, Julio. Stuff. Just take it. Go ahead. You're in the mood, so. Kulusevski, Spurs' new secret weapon. Oh my god! <laughs> this is right. I can't wait. I can't wait for them to finish an eight. No, did, did I tell you? I, did I send oh. you guys the link when he got signed by Spurs? <laughs> it was like with Kulusevski, Conte has now found his Iniesta finally. And we're just like, oh, you mentioned that, which makes no sense. Absolutely, I can't that imagine a player all. more. No, I thought that was for Benton Core. 
No, uh, no, no, no. That, that was the tweet I sent where it was like he played literally like three seconds and like they, they tweeted out a video of him like holding the ball, making a turn and passing it. And they're like, holy shit, he's so good. <laughs> like, what? I'll say this. His goal this weekend was nice. He, 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 like, he was really good the against ball from the corner yeah. and he cut in and scored. When Spurs beat City, I think it was last week. He actually played really well. But like, is anybody surprised? Like, he, I can't imagine a player more suited for Conte style than Kulusevski. Like, yeah. he's just like just run, just run yeah. hard. We, we, he's got decent skill, you know. Yeah. I think. Look, I think that he could have worked out at Juve, but for the fact that they had the opportunity to sign Chiesa, and it was like. Yeah, he would have gotten a lot of he minutes and been depended on. No, because was player I've ever watched at Juve. He was Ooh. so <laughs> bad. I don't like, know. Everyone shut up! Everyone shut up! Rant time! Rant time! Rant time! Rant time! <laughs> no, go, it Mike, was go. just like especially with Pirlo. Like they were like, we're gonna not play a midfield and then hope that the wingers can just run in straight lines. And Kulusevski for like the That's first day, for like the first day, it was like this is working pretty well. And then, like, the next week, everyone was like, all right, this guy just runs in straight lines. And he didn't do anything effective for, like, the rest of that season. And also, like, if you watch the fucking Amazon show, you think that he was, like, a a, a serviceable player. Like, not even, like, oh, like, this guy was a star. He'd be like, no, yeah, he plays soccer. It's like, he didn't touch the pitch. He was terrible. It's it's I one of those like things maybe when maybe I'm defending him because he was one of my own, but I think you're being a little hard on my, <laughs> on my guy now. But it, so it was it's kind of crazy though when Marco like put it into perspective when we signed like Kulu and then like Kiesa comes in. I remember when Kulu was really early on. It was like no one was really talking about Kiesa. Everyone was talking about Kulu, like Mike was saying. He was super on form for like three. I feel like it was longer than like Mike's like one week, but it was like for a few weeks it was like oh shit this kid's really good and then it was like no he's not like <laughs> like this is not the this is not working out. yeah like well, as Kiesa's star just rose Kulu's yeah. just fell off like a like a truck and and it it doesn't help that Juve has always been like winger dominant there really just wasn't when you have Dybala and then you have like a bunch of wingers it's like okay where is Kulusevsky's role it's like yeah. it was not really a role for him so I, like as much as we mean Bentenker and like you know like thank you Fadatichi for like taking like Juve's trash like I, I genuinely hope like Kulu as well, and I could see him doing really well with Conte. Um, but he, but he just like, didn't really fit on during during January. He's another dude who it was like he's linked to Milan, but he's he isn't fit Maldini's bar of exceptional Excellent. players for salary. But I think he would have been a, a good fit on Milan. I don't think he's a bad he's got, like, a player. Checklist going on. It's like, did he drive trucks? Yes, <laughs> sign player. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he. He's a bad player. Um, no, it just he was redundant for you. That and he he really like either forced Chiesa to move to the left or had to play on the left where he wasn't as good because his thing is sort of running and, and trying to straight lines. I didn't take a shot. So well, I, th- I think the interesting thing is that he's playing in the midfield for for Conte almost, which I think is it like in like the right in a three five two or something? Yeah, he's like an advanced midfielder. He's not out wide. Which I think oh, really? is kind of why he suffered so much. Because even at Padma, he wasn't a winger. Um, I, I don't view Kuluzeski as like a, an out-and-out winger type player. Because like you said, he's not that crafty. And he kind of only mm-hmm. runs straight. Where, you know, I don't think 
I don't think you want that as a as a winger. So. Yeah, I think he suffers like linking players. I think like yeah. if he's the guy who gets the ball last, like he can put a good shot on. Um, but I don't think he was ever very good at like finding other guys, which hurt him. As, like I think probably more so this year mm-hmm. than last year. But um, yeah, probably he felt like he, he stopped runs. play. It, yeah, it feels like when he runs, he doesn't get his head up because he runs in straight lines. <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is Julio's no coming out party to, to all of our Listen, I'm, I'm in between Mike and Rocco. Okay. Like, is he the worst player who's ever played for Juve? Probably not. But, yo, he he's, had like some a, he's like a repackaged Milos Krozic. Like, he's Ooh. not fucking oh, good. Oh, my no, no, goodness. He, he's, like, he's, like, he's like Milos Krozic if, like, I don't know, you like put on an old pair of glasses and it's blurry, like you're not sure what's happening here, and then you just like, wait a minute, is that him? No, it's not, never mind. <laughs> Oof. I, don't know, that was I, never, I never thought I'd be defending Kulusevsky as much as I feel like I have to right now. Uh, Mike and I are definitely on the same page in terms of like Kulusevsky hate. Yeah, I'm just I'm just letting you guys fucking go at it. I don't know. But he, he did the same thing at Juve. He's starting hot at Spurs. Talk to me in a year when he's not on the team anymore. Oh, like, I am I am I am extremely looking forward to it because nothing nobody I was really looking forward to because he's gonna he's gonna have a Kulusevsky jersey about the end of the year. <laughs> Imagine you lose this lead. I would I'd cry. You lose no. I, I would love it if you lose this league. Like a jersey that would and hurt me the most. No, like a Pjanic Juve like zebra stripe jersey <laughs> that would that might kill me. Yeah, you. Not only do you lose, but also Julio and Rocco Cohen <laughs> or an Iguain like tiger Juve jersey. That oh my god, kill me. That that might have been the ugliest jersey I've ever seen. That was really bad. Um, what do we got next time? I know we have I know we have one fun topic at the end. Yeah, but we're going to do the and picks. We're going to make picks. We're going to do picks first. We're going to do picks first. Okay. Yeah, then we're going to do the fun topic. Okay. Um, so I am putting together the Excel right now to track all of our picks because now we're fancy like that. Yeah. Um, so I have four games in mind. I have we have Roma Atalanta this week. Um, let's do Copa first. Sorry, let's do Copa first. Uh, Inter versus. I, th- I think let's not do Copa. Wait, I thought we let's weren't doing picks, picks for Copa. Just said, yeah. Okay, that's fine. I could do that. That's fine. Totally fine. Um, I kind of want to do the. Can we do the Copa anyway? We can do the Copa with no points. You do it for fun. Yeah, I I, I want to pick the Copa. Okay, sounds fun. Yeah. Um. Okay. So, let's do Serie A first. Let's. So I have four games, and you guys let me know if you want me to change any of the games. I have Roma Atalanta, in Rome. Fiore at home against Verona. It's a good one. Bologna at home versus Torino, and then obviously Napoli at home versus Milan. Any changes? I'm good with that. Those are good. Okay. So let's start with Bologna Torino. I'm going to go with the Torino's biggest fan, Rocco. You're going to start with this one. Uh, I feel like if I call against Torino, if I say Bologna is going to win, everyone's going to yell at me because I'm a Juve fan. That's why I'm picking it. But I'm going to say... No, I'll say 1-1. This is going to be a boring game. Yeah. yeah. Flash forward to Monday. This game is like 5-4. Best Go to Mike next because of his love for the current striker on that team. I was going to say snooze fest draw, but I'm thinking that Torino might edge this out. I'm going to say the Granata take it 2-0. 
positive wow. 2-0 Torino I don't know who the good is I was, was going to take that spot It's Torino, Torino right? Yes. Yeah Okay no one said yes That's why I'm asking Okay Galano you're up I like 2-0 A lot Torino Um I was put Totino as like the team that he selected. Who's home? Uh, Bologna. Bologna. Give me three-one Torino. Ooh, okay. Ooh. tasty. I'm confident on Juric. And, and I don't want to be. I was going to take two nothing, and I think that's still the more likely. But I don't want to copy my Julio. Who you got? Two-one Torino. Okay. I was going to take that. Uh, you said two-one, right, Julio? Uh-huh. Okay. I'm gonna Bologna, take Bologna's gonna win like two nothing now. I'm gonna take one nothing Torino. Beautiful. Yeah. I think that's fair. Nice small. Yeah, I realized that most of my picks were very rambunctious. So figured, you know, for the sake of me not having to buy aspersions, I gotta be a little smarter with my picks. Um let's go Fiore Verona. And let's start with Julio. It's a good battle for Julia. Well, so knowing my good Florentine friends, I feel like they're going to extend a lot of expend a lot of energy in the Copa because they're going to get very heated and very excited. Um, so I feel like I'm going to go with a two-one Verona win over Fiorentina, and of course they're going to feel upset about something in that game probably, but we'll see. <laughs> Something's going to happen against the Juve game, and it's whatever. It's going to. You can't buy this. You can't change the stadium or something like that. I don't know. Something like that's gonna happen. Okay. Uh, Mike, you go next. Uh, I agree. They're gonna be tired from the midweek. I don't think that they have a ton of depth. I'm gonna say one-one draw. That's a good. That's a good pick. Galano, you go. And they're playing where? Uh, in Florence. Florence. They'll have all the pent up rage still just <laughs> coursing through the Frankie. The thing is, when when you can when you watch something, it's really exciting. You get super hyped. Like you're gonna, you're, the energy's gonna come down. I can't can't stay high forever. So like, all the fans in that stadium, man, they're gonna they're gonna lose their mind. They're gonna they're gonna do everything they can in that game, and then then it's gonna be a snooze fest in Verona, and they lose two one. Like oh shit, we lost. I didn't realize it wasn't against Juve. That's it. But I digress. Give me two two. Okay. Oh, I, I like just I, I'm just like Verona gave right. up what two to Venezia? No, one. To yeah. one to Venezia, but they gave up two la- last minute goals to Roma in the week before mm-hmm. to youngsters. It wasn't even Roma. Give me two, two. I already gave it to you, so yeah, I want to give it to you. Out, uh, uh, out. Yeah, I'll go, go next. <sighs> Fuck, this is a tough one. I don't know, because Fiora is gonna get tired. I'm gonna go I love how I love how I repeated that and everyone's just saying it now. Yeah. As if it's a matter of fact, like gravity. I'm gonna go <laughs> one nothing Verona. Fiore can't keep their energy levels up. They're gonna be overfaded. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go! I'm changing the no, discourse. They're gonna get they're gonna get burned by one of their former boys on Wednesday. And then right. their other former boy, <laughs> Simeone. It's gonna be Bernadeski. <laughs> I wish. Simeone is going to torch them this weekend. 2-0 Verona. Wow. That'd be beautiful. Okay. Roma Atalanta's next. Galano, you go first. Oh. Um, And they're playing in Rome. In Rome. That's a big game. Shit. Give me 3-1 Atalanta. Oof. I like that. I like that. 
Atalanta's uh, on fire right now. Mike, you're you're the Atalanta shill, so you go next. Roma is not the most convincing. Atalanta yeah. still has some injuries. I'm gonna say two two draw. Some penalties in this game. Red card. Mike Mike has picked one game with a winner so far. <laughs> <laughs> uh Julio, He's gonna wait. You go. Mike's gonna he can afford to wait because Julio and I are so far back in the standings. So he's just yeah. gonna What's it matter if I pick the draw? Like I'm pick, you know, because you have a decent shot at it. Because it's the middle of the road. Julio, I, I think I like Gaetano's take. I'm torn, man, because like Atalanta can go hot and cold, but Roma has mm-hmm. really been super disappointing at times. I'm gonna go three two Atalanta. Ooh. Ooh, I like that. It's going to be a banger, and I think there's going to be red card. I want to see Jim CC and, uh, and Demiral just absolutely wail on Mancini. That's why I, I want I want Demiral to go up because he does that sometimes and just tower over Mancini because he's such a oh, oh. Rocco. You go. Uh, I'll take two one Atalanta. Like that. I don't have too much more color to add to this. Yeah, you said two one, right, Rocco? Yep. Yep. Okay. I'm going to take 2-0 Atalanta. So Roma's winning this game. <laughs> yeah, Roma's going to get a nice, just well, important well. win that changes the season. All right. The game we all want to talk about. Napoli, Milan. Mike, you're going first in this. I'm going to go after you. Oh, this is beautiful. 2-0 Napoli. Ooh. <laughs> and then I want to hear Gaetano's sake. Tired Milan. Best defense in Italy. At the San Paolo, right? Yeah. All right, I guess oh. Diego Maradona now. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Diego Maradona. Uh, Sorry, St. Paolo. Better rested <laughs> Napoli. Milan's going to be tired uh, and probably complaining about ref decisions. Uh, so I've got Napoli strong in this game. I'm going two on Milan. Ooh. You guys are just – everyone here that is, is pessimistic about that is that is that is so I'm so sick of the Malucky on this podcast. It's just it's so predictable. You could blindfold me and I could be like, yeah, Mike is gonna Mike is gonna just look like and then and then is gonna be like smiling when he talks about a team he hates, like wow, they're looking really good. And then Rock Rocco's just like, yeah, give me give me a yeah, Juve's gonna win ninety nine percent. And then of course you got Marco's related to his brother, so there's gonna be a little Maluk mix in there. And there you Marcos go. Related yeah. to his I'm brother. gonna say <laughs> I, I honestly I think I'm actually with Mike on this. I think this I think this has a the likelihood of a beatdown. Um Damn. I think this this could be a I think this might be a three nothing. I really I really three nothing Napoli? This this looks bad. This looks bad. Yeah. I'm gonna go three nothing at the sound. I think my gut reaction is it's gonna be a disaster for Milan. But I don't know if Napoli can close the door and just become the lead leader. That that's that's why I picked them. I'm, af- <laughs> I'm afraid, honestly. Like I don't. I've seen it too many times where Napoli doesn't do well against the big teams. So that's why I'm just like, even if they they have this opportunity to do well. The thing and is, no. If Milan lose on tomorrow, I'm gonna be very very happy with my pick about Napoli beating them three nothing. Why? Because I think it'll Milan will be like, all right, well that's it. Can be broken psyche. Yeah, I'm gonna go one-one draw. Yeah, 
I thought about 1-1. One, one. So I'm going to go 1-1 one, one draw. The Maradona is a tough place. Let's put it this way. If, no one's going to yeah. score there. No. If Milan faces the same pressure that Inter faced when they went there, I, I don't know. We got lucky. I don't know if Milan can get that. That's why, that's why I think the competing pressure of like Milan just like supposing – like they're supposed to lose – and like being at the San Paolo, like there's not going to be a lot of goals, and then like not pushing to bed. I think for me, it's a one-one. Rock, are you the last one? Uh, I like to draw, but I gotta put some separation between me and Julio. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go the opposite. Give Milan a one-nil win with a goal not coming from the attack, like somewhere like Teo or yeah something random like that. Playoff superstar. Alrighty. Nah, I don't think he would. I think it. I think it's gonna be like they're gonna get like a freak goal or something, and then try to lock it up. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's all the picture said. Yeah. Now we're just gonna do the Copa games for fun. So, Galan, you're going first. Inter versus Milan. One nothing Inter. Dun, dun. Oh. I think Milan's gonna win. I think Milan's gonna win. <laughs> <laughs> Give me. I'm gonna take the same result as the last derby. I'm gonna go two one Milan. I got one one or two two. I said two two earlier, so I'll stick to that. Two two. two, two. Okay. I have no faith in they're gonna. Uh, Rocco, you go. Uh, nil nil. Oh, that's big news. I like that better than mine. I'm yeah, like, like these <laughs> games don't have goals. Yeah, I like that. Julio, you go. Inter yeah. has been really bad. really bad in the past five games. I was just looking it up. Um. I and mean, I don't know. I, I I like the idea of a draw. I, I think I think because we're both UF fans, I'm gonna go with the zero zero draw like Rocco. I'm gonna I'm gonna stick yeah. to him here. I love how Rocco wants like to get thing. away from Julio and Julio's <laughs> like, no, I'm sticking right by your side. <laughs> this one doesn't matter, so I'm gonna go I'm gonna go yeah. uh one one. All right. Julio, Fiona versus Juve. Um I I'm not as optimistic in the short term as Rocco. I think, I think I could see this game being a a one-one draw in the first, like just due to injuries and. Um, okay. Rocco's already shaking like, his head, giving the thumbs down. Just like you, just Juve being a meme team right now, and then I feel like in the return leg, we'll 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 magic our way through. I'd say Vlahovic goal, like, like so we'll go down, and then it'll be like one nothing to like the 80th minute, and then Vlahovic like stunner. Kisses the crest, whole stadium burns down, and that's what's going to happen, <laughs> in my opinion. So, 1-1? One, 1-1. One. One, one. Got it. Rocco, you're up. I don't know, 3, 4, 5, nil, something like that. <laughs> not oh. 2, not 3. Exactly. I'm going to I'm gonna go 3 nil here. Is, is Bonaventura wow. uh, red card? 3 nil Juve? Yeah. Are you high? Wow. Was, I'm telling you, Vlaovic is, Vlaovic is a man on a mission. He's going to come in. It's oh no! Two, two nils a better pick, but you're I taking wanna... my so, Wait, pick. so so now you're doing you're doing three nil or two nil? No, three nil. Three oh, nil. this this pick doesn't count. Three nil. Okay. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. So I can still. Do oh that. yeah, these don't count. I, I can still do Okay, Marco. Well, can we can we like have like a special like mini super copa like on this podcast of like the Copa Italia from here mean? on out? What do you mean? As in like whoever like if we we do predictions on Copa Italia separate from Serie A, but if it's like our super copa. Well, it's like it's why? it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant because like it's it's fun to know who actually predicts like that, right? Like that's what I'm doing. I'm running. I'm running. I'm running it down now. I'm running it down now. Yeah. So yeah. might as well track it. And yeah, then yeah. That's what I'm doing. That's all I'm doing. I'm tracking it now. Yeah. It's on a separate part of the Excel sheet. 
Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Rocco hundred percent. Three nothing. You've been dominating. <laughs> oh my god. Not 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 having any risk here. I'm, I'm go going big. full ball. I can't see a single way Fiorentina wins this game. <laughs> I think Allegri's gonna come out playing champagne. I don't want, football. I don't want guys I with bad energy. Gonna, I think they're gonna I mean our tour is gonna <laughs> Alan <laughs> Dor shortlist. It's gonna be amazing. Amazing. All right, Keen with just a goal watch. and Vlaovic with a brace. It's gonna be absolutely great. He's gonna do the Dybala on the first goal, the Del Piero and the crest kiss on the second goal. It's gonna be beautiful. And then throw in I a nice a nice sue at the end. That's gonna be I great. think there's a lot of logic in what you're saying right now. I, I, I think I can't see it any other way. Mike, you're up. Allegri special, one nil Juve. Div, uh, uh, someone from Divlavo. I'm gonna guess Vlaovic penalty in the 88th minute on a controversial a call that sets take. Florence ablaze. That would be so fun. That would be fun. I love that. that actually, I love that. Like a 92nd minute penalty against Fiorentina. I think. Yeah, I, I, I can't see a way. It's, it's uh, unless you know Orsato's the referee who hates Juve. I You're can't. Fuck, see, I, I can't see Juve. Can I leave the Zoom? I call? can't like, see just, Juve losing. It's a fucking waste of time. All right, I got. I got my pick. Well, let me hear it. Three one. Oh, of course, fucking big They're in third place, right? Right, Marco. That's Bro, do you know they're undefeated this season? <laughs> yeah, they're gonna finish in third place. Motherfuckers! Imagine like it's crazy. Craziest end of the season and feel to magically beat Juve out of the top four. You get, you're gonna. Uh, Julio, see, Julio would have to be on suicide watch. I would, I would. Chiesa would like fist pump on the side in celebration. You're gonna see Quadrado assist one goal, Bernadeschi assist the other. <laughs> it's gonna be beautiful, dude. No I one's asking wait. this guy what he thinks, and he's still going just, on. It. I, it's <laughs> so perfect. It's all right, so perfect. All right, all right. And then the next week, you're gonna hear, you know, Juve signs Kessier. It's gonna be great. <laughs> Oh my god! I think my favorite part of Gaetano's t- like long-winded take that nobody cares about is the part about <laughs> Arthur where he's like Arthur is just gonna like pop off and fulfill Rocco's wet dream in life. Like it's oh just god. become like the superstar. <laughs> he All is right. that guy. He is that guy that nobody respects. All it's right, true. guys. Morata's gonna stay on side. Oh it's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Um, again, thank you all for being available. You know, luckily we have Zoom to make this a lot easier, but. You know, hopefully, I'm very curious to see how these picks come we out. We didn't do the logo. Oh, you're right. Last last question. Sorry. We're going to go around the horn. We're starting with What? Which of the 20 teams currently do you think have the best logo in Serie A? Galano, you go first. So I was like crest, not, so not logo crest. This came up because I was looking at the Lazio crest. I'm just like, that is like such a hot crest, mm-hmm. right? Like other than the J, I can't imagine a hotter. Crest. Yay. Yeah. Um, J. No, the I, J. But, but I'm looking at the crests right now. And I look at the Somp. My first thought is I look at the Somp crest. And I'm just like, if at a quick glance, the guy actually kind of looks like Ferrero a little bit, like with the messed up hair. But I, I think the Udinese crest is gorgeous. I love the Udinese crest. Um, yeah, pick one. I'm going to go with the Udinese crest. Okay. Mike, wow. Mike, you go. I am a big-time Roman history nerd. Uh, you cannot oh, tell me true. that Romulus and Remus oh. under the She-Wolf is not the coolest crest in Italy. It's too That much. shit is 3,000 years in the making. Roma <laughs> has the coolest kit. 
Ivy Crest in Italy. Oh, I was about to say we're not talking kids. Uh, Rocco, you go. Uh, Whatever Vlaovic is wearing. Obviously Jay, but if we're Ooh. if we're if we're taking the J out of the equation for now, because it's so much more modern and sleek that it's in a league of its own. I feel like I feel like if you had to like select the stock price, like after you put like a logo like that, I feel like it'd be pretty high. Like your your stock. I right? think it would jump. Like, it would I think really, it would jump. Yeah, I think it would jump. I think investors would be like jumping on like. Oh that, my that god! Brand. Make a pick. I think it's, I think it's readily of it. I think it's readily. <laughs> Readily, you see it, and you're like, "Wow, that's Juventus." You know, like that's Julio. Julio was, Julio was ready for this pod. Yo, is Julio more <laughs> mad at Fiorentina or Juventus? I can't. <laughs> Wait, my my pick though is uh is Sampdoria. I think theirs is really cool. Okay, I think that's fair. Uh, Julio, you're up. Like like pipe thing, it's great. I think some. I, I do agree. I think Sampdoria has a really like retro kind of cool um crest. Uh Man, I'm I'm torn. It's obviously not the J. I think as awful as the J is, I will stand by the fact that Inter's crest is so dog shit. It's awful. You look at like like what you look at that when I first saw. I was like, what team is that? Yeah, like what? I'm not not a fan of it either, to be honest. Oh, it's awful. And Inter's prior crest was really cool. It's the same thing where with Juve was. It's just that's Juventus, that's Inter. And now it's like, what is this team? Yeah. At least with the J, it's like, oh, Juventus, J, duh. (laughs) (laughs) Inter, it's like, is this like is this like modern like postmodern art? Like what is this? I have like, no what are we, idea what they did with it. To be honest, I, I don't. I legit like it, all jokes aside, it makes no sense. Um, I I I was stirred by Mike's roaring Italian speech on on Roman history, so I think I'm gonna go with Roma here. I, I think I agree with that take. Okay, I gotta say, like going off of the Roma thing. Sorry to interrupt, Marco. Like. Lazio's kid is also dope as super. That's where I'm going. I'm going. I'm doing the Lazio badge. Lazio badge. I like the Lazio badge. Yeah. And also, I think Kalidis is also pretty cool. That was my second one. Virginian stuff. Yeah, it's funny because they're both playing each other this weekend. Yeah, I was thinking Kalidis cool too. But all right, I think I would have gone with the Samp kit, the the Samp one, if I if I didn't say if I didn't see what I told you I saw. Like I I I kind of see the resemblance of Ferrero in that picture. I, I, I think that's it. Yeah. We got it, right? We got it. All right, guys. Again. That was a very good pot. That was a very good pot. A two-hour-long pot. Uh, 30 minutes of it was a rant. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Julia, you got to relax next time. It's a not that rant serious. or multiple rants. Just yeah. one. But, you know, again, guys, thank you for having the time. We, we know it's a lot. It's very taxing, as Julia would tell you after he calls and saying he's tired. Um, but, okay. you know, until next time, ciao, everybody.